Divan consults Platos about receiving a blessing, and the divine serpent requests he bring a snake skin. And so Divan hunts a snake with some of the village children. And a few days later, Platos provides him with blessed leather. After he has recovered, he once more travels to the troll bog, hoping for a more successful hunt this time around. His journey is mostly uneventful, reaching the bog after a few days of travel. One night, his rest is interrupted by strange noises, which he follows, and finds that they are being made by an injured giant. The giant, while not friendly, is not hostile, and they exchange words, giving Devan a general direction in which to go if he wishes to find the troll. Devan comes up with the brilliant troll-hunting tactic of sloshing around in the swamp until the troll finds him. The strategy works, but the troll is a ferocious opponent, and it nearly tears Devan apart. Fortunately, Devan uses a potion to turn into mist, which allows him to escape the creature's fury. Once the confused troll leaves the scene of the battle, Devan leaves mist form and collects the copious amounts of troll blood that were spilled during the battle. The next morning, as he is breaking camp, he spots the troll approaching, and so he flees. However, the troll follows doggedly. The pursuit pushes Devan to the edge of his limit until fortune intervenes and he stumbles upon a family of giants who crushes the troll with a rock. Seeing the troll temporarily incapacitated, Devan moves in for the kill. He then begins butchering the dead troll as the giant family looks on. Devan waves goodbye to Brutus, his new giant friend, and heads home to Necrot. What will Atropus brew up with the troll blood? Will Devan befriend all giants? Will the troll rise again and seek vengeance? Let's find out now on Dicing with Death. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. How are you doing today, Hello. Ryan? Hello. I'm doing well. How are you? I am good. Huh? Yeah. We've already had our pre-show, so... Yeah, and we're half hour late, so I'm like three quarters done with my coffee. <laughs> Whoops. If you're watching the VODs, we're precisely on time. We're always on time with the VODs because they can't not be on time. Unless you forget to upload them to YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> That's never happened. Did, did I... Did I? Have I had a haircut between this session and the last session? I thought it was probably before last session. I might have just turned my face. But I did brave the pandemic to get a haircut. Right? How'd it work? Uh, I went to like one of those, like a chain place. And so you like make an appointment mm -hmm. online and you sh they tell you, like, tell you, they've got an app that like tells you when to show up and you like meet someone at the door and they let you in and like all they're like, they've got every other station set up with like a shower curtain in between them. <laughs> you wear a mask the whole time. So like I'm wearing a headphones, so it looks fine, but like I've still got like a mullet over my ears. 
I'm just kidding. They like have to hold the mask at some point in the middle and they trim around. But. Uh-huh. I've been hearing that seems to be like the story people are are telling each other here. That I've been hearing from people is like, yep, I went out and got my hair cut. Right. And that's like the thing. I, did, I had been like five months without it. I got one like right before my wedding, and that was the last haircut I had. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, that might have worked, but like my hair is thinning on top, so it just like does the does the mad scientist thing, and it never gets longer right here. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. What have you? Do you, you just make Lauren shave your head, right? Yeah, because I just. I have also thinning problems and my solution is just buzz the entire thing down. Cause if it comes out a little bit, then it gets too light in front and then it just looks like really, how do you say it, it's the weird paradox where the longer it gets, the thinner it looks. So I just keep it buzzed yeah. low all the time and just don't worry about it. Our millennial viewers don't understand. Not yet. You but don't. <laughs> in, in 20 years when you're a boomer, go back and watch this VOD for uh, our fashion advice. Don't you mean our our Zoomers? Because we're millennials, and our, our the millennial viewers probably understand. On, on Twitch, we're boomers. I think doesn't make any sense, but well, that's because all the Zoomers think anyone older than them is a boomer. Because fucking Zoomers, yeah. they don't actually have any brain cells. No, we're um, definitely we're millennials. Yeah, are the, Zoomers <laughs> is that the new term? Is that like yeah. a quarantine term? Generation Z. Yeah, you no, know, because we're supposed to be Generation Y, but then it got co-opted to be Millennial instead, mm-hmm. and so the next generation are Generation Z, and the Zoomer is to Generation Z as Boomer is to Baby Boomer. Yeah, and Zoom gotcha. out there. Anyway, enough of those. Uh, there was a little bit of troll hunting going down, I believe. And yeah. uh, now you got a troll heart on a stick. Troll has been hunted, and I ceremonially uh, removed its heart through its ribcage, uh, burned the rest of the troll, fed it to some giants that are going to have the weirdest diarrhea of their lives. And uh, <laughs> But fortunately, acid kills trolls, right? So That's the thinking. Surefire way to kill a troll for good is to eat it. Hmm. Uh, and uh, I now have the heart on... Heart of Troll. Oh, and you needed that because Platos wanted to make you some healing potions, right? Uh, Atropos, I think. Atropos. Someone. You want to troll blood. And I've got, like, some muddy teacups of troll blood, but I think this heart can make me, like, a troll blood fountain. So that's what I'm uh, scheming up now. go the the black notebook whoa did you do that or did lauren lauren did this i have her do our editions on all of my notebooks of arcadia is my my notebook has no words it is only black just filled with phone numbers is this brian's little black (laughs) (laughs) no uh it is i think it's it's actually more or less empty what the hell this isn't mine It's filled with uh, sourdough recipes. <laughs> what? I, I, I thought this is. I have a black notebook somewhere. I thought this was my black notebook, so I put it on my D and D bookshelf. But apparently, this is Aaron's fermentation notebook. I see. 
Which I guess is about as witchy as uh, random encounter tables, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they're definitely both a little spooky. <laughs> I mean, you know, baking bread That's is sort of funny. I expected process. to open that up and find like some weird random tables or like dungeon maps. Uh, and instead, it is kombucha. <laughs> so, a uh, battered and weary Devon made his way home as the sun was setting. Yes. And this I've little been... hut next to the spring in Necrot. Um, when you get back to your little hut, you will find placed on one of your tables is a small collection of baked goods um, that are sitting here. Nothing too fancy because your the capabilities of your people to create fancy food is pretty minimal. Um, but they, someone has gone to the effort to like bake some croissants or some croissants like croissant thing. I don't know. What flat baked goods. Flatbreads. There maybe? we go. Yes. Maybe with some like olives in them. What is Greek flatbread called? I feel like you you need to you need to spend some time doing like culinary training to like, true, right? Or at least some reading about cult foods. Mm-hmm. You don't give a shit. You're just like it's a fantasy world. If I want there to be mojitos, there's fucking mojitos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're taking like different aspects of different cultures and mixing them into our own new pseudo cultures or something like that. Okay. Uh, there's like a pita pit with something sweet inside that someone's left you. There you go. Got some honey is it, uh, inside the pita bread. There you go. Is this inside? Is this like my kitchen table inside my hut? Yeah, um, but it's on like a nice little wooden tray. It looks like someone has left something here for you. Well, um, we got to put a stop to this. Fire traps on all the doors. This just will not do. People can't bring offerings and leave them in your house <laughs> for you? I'm mostly joking, but oh, okay. I probably need a secret wizard space where... Uh, People can't just show up and leave me offerings of pita pits. That said, I will uh, voraciously devour the pita and uh, rest. Uh, You can rest and the next day will come. Um, Come morning, what is the state of the troll heart? I think it's- Seemingly dead. Yeah. Desiccated, yeah. speared yeah, out a little my, bit. I don't know if it's on my spear point or if I put it on my dagger. Either way, we'll... I'm assuming that it will regrow from the heart. So I, I'm uh, busy imagining devices that can like slowly like keep it keep it from regenerating or like deal damage to it fa- as fast as it regenerates to like keep it at the point that it needs to be. So is there um give me are a there... concept of one of what these things might look well, these like these are in the early stages we're not there yet um okay. is there like there's are there clocks and that sort of thing definitely not uh no. the closest you might get is a sundial okay. maybe in town probably so like a mech a mech uh mechanism with like a what is it like a ratchet or like a wine like something that like like a ratchet is not going to work that like slowly drops a pointy thing into the heart and then like resets once a week and not going to happen. Uh, well, I think Maybe with you magic, need to but... seek out some technology on that. Um, you've got folklore, right? 
So yeah. you are aware that there is a diminutive race of uh, sort of tinkering, engineering sorts of folks, gnomes, mm-hmm. um, that live yeah. beyond the swamp. They, they travel around from mm-hmm. village to village, town to town, kind of looking for work and looking to do stuff, but you've never seen them. They've never come this side of the swamp. But rumor mm-hmm. has it these these wee folk move in caravans and have uh, an affinity for these sorts of things. Yeah. That's not immediately necessary. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it takes about a week for the heart to for a troll to start regenerating from bits and pieces. So like if I'm doing my weekly chores and poking the troll heart until it, uh, loses an HP, Mm -hmm. then I think it can be fine. Sure. I want to, uh, don't worry, we'll eventually get to the trolls and build this blood clock. But I think a blood fountain will do for now. Um, I want to go through the, I'll probably, the next morning, uh, let me go ahead and roll for MP. Oh, yes, please. I have advantage, right? Because I slept in yes. my bed. That sounds right. Six. Alright, so I will go into the village or maybe around my stuff and see what I can find the tokens of war, the bits and I don't know, the things that I took from Rome. What about Romulus? Romulus. I believe I have a brass shield, a bronze shield mm-hmm. that I took from them. And, that's, and then probably just a bunch of spears, right? I didn't take a cool helmet. Correct. As yeah. far as I remember. Definitely have a shield. I think I'll go. Is the shield still in the town square? Uh, you would have stacked everything in one area, and they would have left it all yeah, there. Last... But it's like nice and neatly tight, packed to what you know. Last we had discussed, like the spears were in the Necrot Square, and people were like borrowing them and training with them or something. But no mm-hmm. one had like taken them; they were kind of just around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll go collect that brass shield. Okay. bring it back it is yours you have a helmet might be cool if i see remus again i might need to take his hat my blood fountain but for now i'll get to work on it myself at least the concept i don't know if it's uh i don't know how my stonemasons will feel about designing a troll blood fountain but it might be a little Let's bit see. squeamish you might have to explain to them the greater purpose you have in mind for it. I don't know. What, what's the greater purpose? Our... Uh, well, why do you need the blood fountain? Make potions, right? Infinite healing potions. Ah. That's the sort of thing that they might get a, a kick on, that they might be yeah. interested in. So I'm going to uh, putter around near the spring find a suitable location. Um, is Platos around? 
Of course he is. He's in his little shrine. Um, However, as you approach him, you can see that there is one of the mothers in your village who has kneeled down before Platos and is making some sort of private prayer to him. Yeah. I need to display that, but that is now in roll 20 as a handout, so we don't have looking it up. Um, Okay, cool. Um, I will leave them be and sort of circle around my hut and around the fountain and mm-hmm. sort of look around the hillside for a suitable place for a uh, second blood fountain. Or not a, like, for the blood fountain. Well? <laughs> for, for, the, for a second spring next to the water spring. Yeah. I feel like that might be might be a suitable thing for Platos' shrine, but I don't know what the geography is like. I'm imagining built into the hillside a uh, safe fountain? distance away from the first from the from the natural spring. Um, so I think a a shrine to the fall of the Romulans might be befitting for a uh, for a fountain of blood. That's why I was thinking a helmet would might be one of their helmets might be kind of cool with like blood flowing out of it. But for now, I'll probably carve a crude mask Ooh. and use the uh, use the shield as a basin. Okay. The shield's the basin. The mask is the the heart will sit in the mask and the blood will. Flow. Yeah. So I think as like a first thing, it'll be like there will be a little basin, which is the upturned bronze shield, mm-hmm. and then there will be like a mask over it with the heart behind it and like blood flowing from the mask's eyes and mouth. We'll see if I can even get this uh, troll heart to like continuously spew blood without turning into a troll. Mm -hmm. But one step at a time. One step at a time. All right. Um, I think for now I'm looking around the hillside for a good spot to build this fountain. I don't know if it'll be like tucked behind my hut on the hillside next to the spring, but not to interfere with the spring. Alternately, like if there's a spot near Plato's hut, this seems like his cup of tea. He is sort of into turning things into blood. That's kind right. Of like I, I'm, I'm hoping that this will kill two birds with one stone and like satisfy Plato's uh, affinity for rivers running red with blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While it at the can same be done. time providing troll blood. Um, yeah, so, so what is the what does the terrain look like? What is um, up at the north end of the what we call this um, the ravine where you, the where Necrot is, um, the canyon walls get a little bit steeper, so there's plenty of room if you want to like place it into a um a wall or a rise. You could like cut away at it and get a nice vertical surface. They could mm-hmm. mount the mask on, or did you want like the mask to be hanging directly above it? No, the mask will be vertical. Yeah, mask is like, vertical and yeah. down, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'll just take a little bit of excavation. But basically, I want a, a small, yes, yeah, a small hillside to like build a little mini creek or a, a fountain area. Yeah, you could stick it Where, right behind Platos's hut. You could stick it on the side of his hut. You could stick it um, probably not in front of his hut. I think that's no. too close to so, like, level. There's there's a hillside with mm-hmm. a spring coming out of it, and actually now it's probably getting built up with masonry to make it like a to 
like open it up and mm -hmm. yeah and some timber has been brought and there's a little like there's a shaft going inward and it's still mostly dry stuff but the bottom of it is pretty wet and maybe there will be like a leveled like a landing for people to walk up and get their water mm -hmm. and then on the east side of the of the spring is that where my hut is and Plato's shrine yep yep oh, i've been imagining it is Plato's shrine like on my doorstep or are they side by side are they some distance apart i think they're a little bit apart maybe like 10 or 15 feet apart so okay fairly close but you know plenty of room to walk between them which one is where space. is my is my hut close to the hillside and Plato's is yes your hut downstream is closer to the mouth of the stream a little bit okay yeah so it would go Quanot Devon hut um, Plato's shrine okay on the east is, side. is there a hill behind all of this or is there just a hill where the stream is yeah so it's like a, it's a rising hill throughout all of this and so mm -hmm. sometimes like your hut will have to they'll cut down into the ground to give you like a flat surface on which your hut can rest and so behind you it, the hill rises and to the east it gets a little more steep so the the east and the west side are the steeper sides and the north and the south are the more gentle sides. okay so we're like okay so there is a little bit of hill behind Plato's hut. Yeah, definitely. I think that's where I'll start start building this. So I wait for the mother to leave, the woman to leave. Yeah, and she will. She's just making a, a quick prayer to something. Um, and by the time you've circled the hut and found a good, suitable spot, she has moved on with her day. And uh, just as with uh, that gully north of Romulus, I will... Uh, Devon will embark on some amateur landscaping. Less about the practical aspects of landscaping or the uh, or even like the artistic nature of it and more about the arcane, right? So it's about like arranging, like sculpting the hillside to encourage the flows of magic. I do have an arcanology proficiency, so it's more like, it's more akin to like making a magic circle than it is like actually making a fountain. Mm -hmm. Like I'm imagining the craftsmanship will wind up being crude and perhaps will be upgraded later. Mm -hmm. And it's more just like moving dirt to like, uh, yeah, get the get the flow of magic downhill just right. Right, right. So I spend some time, you know, working on the hill behind Plotus's hut. Why Maybe pokes his head out me? to see what's going on. Um, yeah, should I do like a non-proficient? Is there a landscaping proficiency, or do you need to rework your whole proficiency system? We can add a landscaping proficiency. Um, I'm joking. I don't want a landscaping proficiency. Okay. I was I was poking fun. Clearly, I found a critical flaw in your proficiency system. Clearly, clearly. Uh, so what? What check do you think is appropriate here? You're trying to do, uh, you're trying to make a magic circle. You said so something probably. Yeah, so I could do my arc. I could. Is archaeology about making magic circles, or is it mostly, or is it just identifying them? I think it's mostly like historical wizard knowledge. Oh, okay. Uh, let me. Let me so see if I can find... maybe spellcraft or archaeology would work. I want to I read the description of archaeology, or we could do like a non-proficient type thing to look at like the artistic nature of it. 
mm-hmm. even though that's not my priority, but um, yeah, knowledge. I don't think you have any. I mean, it could be like stone masonry or something like that, or mining, but archaeology, the study of the history and development of magic is termed archaeology. Character with expertise in this field is familiar with works of past wizards. Blah, blah, blah. Special magic items. Oh, you just copied this. Yeah, yeah. That's just out of a book. Yeah, okay. Because it's like making reference to Forgotten Realms and shit. Yeah. Can identify the general purpose and function of an ancient magical item. Doesn't help you identify modern magic. What does an archaeology proficiency do if uh, you are the ancient ancient magical wizard? (laughs) Uh, If we are in the Age of Mist? Then it allows you to dictate how other people will view you in the future? It's reverse archaeology? It's... Oh, you'd call Yeah. Um, And spellcraft is like identifying current... It's like identifying spells being cast right um there's definitely not a proficiency for the thing we're talking about here yeah i mean so do you want me do you want to see how well i shape the hillside or do you want to see how well like the, the magic is it's worked if this um, is i think they're really that two magical? separate things and the the probably more important one is how you shape the magic and then the the one that will superficial be more one is, Aesthetic. Yeah. yeah, the one that'll kind of influence your people more will be the the aesthetic one. Um, so why don't we do two separate checks? We could do uh, stone masonry. Yeah, is that um, based on strength? It is strength minus two. Uh, will will it be at half because of um, because of I'm not proficient? Yeah, I think that's at half and do. then minus two or minus two and then half. I think I feel it's like half minus, two. minus two, right? That's what we've done, but I almost feel like minus two and then half. Well, I don't know. Actually, so I, I'm rolling a d20 plus five. My strength mm. is 14. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's stone you, masonry. You had done your whole just, 14. Yeah. yeah. Um, 14 minus yeah, 14 would have gotten me a 20. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. And then an 18 after that. Yeah. Uh, so, so I you excavate, can... and the hillside is unsound. I think I, just, I mean, it's just day one. I think I just like am not able to excavate the hillside, and maybe there's like minor landslides, and I mm-hmm. some dirt flows into Plato's little shrine and shoot away. Yeah. It's a uh, tough going making a blood shrine, you know. Uh, um, the more important check should be. I'll take archaeology or spellcraft for yeah. this. I don't know if we're there yet, but I can go ahead and do it. Spellcraft is slightly better, but archaeology sounds cooler. Either way, I nail it. A 19. Yes. So I'm getting the flows of magic. Maybe what's going on is like the magic is flowing in a way that doesn't match up with the geography of the hillside. So I'm like, I'm like digging and trying to like get the, uh, like the arcane fields to flow the right way, but they're not matching up with the gravitational field in the spot. So like when I excavate now, it's like, well, here's where the fountain's supposed to go, but I've got, I've had to clear away the whole hillside, or at least this big chunk. 
right. so I'm struggling to like get everything to line up. The, yes, but. the two are not in alignment. Their their chakras need to be sorted, or whatever the um, Greek version of chakra <clears throat> is. One thing I need is a uh, probably a piece of wood at this point. Or I guess I could work metal. I was originally thinking that the shield would be the mask, but I think using the shield as a basin is probably better initially. Um, mm -hmm. Probably wood carving will, will be the easiest way to get started. Mm -hmm. um, are there trees about? That's uh, there are trees around. Yes, they're pretty small. They're not you know great trees, but there are trees around. Mm -hmm. That'll be good enough for carving masks. Right, small yeah. and gnarled is probably as appropriate for mm -hmm. like a small mask, right? In fact, yeah. even like the the bark, if it's really strong, might be okay. Or eh, probably better off with just like a solid plank of chunk of wood. Mm -hmm. So maybe part of this archaeology is also wandering around the hillside looking for a suitably gnarled and arcane looking tree to turn into a mask. Well, we've talked about there being a lot of cypress trees in here, um, and there yeah. are some oaks and plane trees and popular poplars. Cypress are pretty cool. I saw yeah. some ugly ass cypress outside my window, actually. Um, but I was uh, in Hawaii. I went to a winery where they had a bunch of. They used to have a bunch of like uh, old Italian cypresses out front, and then when they died, instead of just tearing them out, they like topped them and then had an artist come in and carve them oh, into like cool. they're called hula dancers it's more like an artistic interpretation of a hula, of a hula circle uh-huh so it's like a this it was this ring of cypress trees and they died and like topped them and carved them so now they're these like were weird like swirly awesome yeah it looks like i don't know sort of akin to like totem poles except each one is like a figure and or like a spiral or something like that mm -hmm. and, and but they're like still their roots are still in the ground so yeah it's a, it's a really cool thing oh yeah totally found it um i can link you or you can just image yeah, search just Maui Winery Hula Circle. Winery Hula Circle. Oh. So there's like, it's a whole, at least in the image I'm seeing, like a front yard full of dead trees that have been yeah, it was like a ring of cypresses. Yeah. That's the winery behind it. It was like one historic house or something. Yeah. Um, that's so cypress is cool. That said, I don't think it will be a whole tree that I transplant over here. More like a chunk of it. So you'll find a dead or dying tree, or just you know a suitable just tree. A gnarly cypress, and uh, hack it down, bury part of it in the ground, and then carve the top of it. Yeah, or it could just be like the mask portion built into the hillside. Mm -hmm. Um, or I could just try dig up the whole tree and lug it over here, and mm. plant that in the ground. 
which do you think would be more suited to the flow of magic? Hmm. A whole tree might be might be might be better. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't here originally, right? I'm like digging up its roots and transplanting a whole cypress. <laughs> Yeah, transplanting a whole tree would be difficult. You'd probably kill it in the process, unless you were well, yeah. very careful. But um, I, I don't think you're going to be using a living tree as a blood fountain. Somehow those two don't seem in alignment to me. No. I wasn't even originally thinking there would be a whole tree, but now mm -hmm. maybe that's the way to go. Either way, I think I'd probably dig up the whole tree just to drag it back here and carve. Um, can I find an axe in the village somewhere? Do mm -hmm. my... Do my folks have an axe? Uh, yeah, so the the man working on your uh, Quanot has an axe and some uh, okay. tools for, for planing and carving and building. Okay. Perfect. Uh, is he around, or the, do I just find like a little tool yeah. shed that he's left behind? I mean, you have given him money so that he is buying food, so that he can he and his family can work full time on this. So they're importing yeah. food from the nearby town. So here he is working full time on your stuff that's a cool idea lotus make it like a carved staff that wraps around the heart and the heart just pours it maybe it doesn't even need to be a mask for some reason i thought it'd be cool with uh blood spewing from eyes and a mouth but uh maybe not necessary and then there is this i've got another spell that does use masks so this would be a that's true introduction into mask making uh, so you can find Akitos you can get whatever tool you need from him yeah did chat thinks I might have stolen Remus's helmet but We'll wait and see what the consensus is. It's possible. You might have taken one helmet. I don't want you to check the wiki. Yeah. Um, so I borrow, I find Akitos and I say, you know, can I borrow a few of your tools to go chop down a tree? Uh, he graciously hands them over, of course. A anything for the defender of Necrot? Savior of our people. I'll, yeah. Yeah, I'll return them as soon as I'm done. Okay. You can take the stuff. Go find and yourself so, a tree. And I'll, like, chop off, like, its extra branches. Mm -hmm. And then, like, work the roots out of the ground. Maybe I, like, chop the roots so that it's just, like, the base of it. Mm-hmm. Hack it down till it's like a hundred-ish pounds, so that I can drag it back. Mm -hmm. Do I need to roll a lumberjacking check? I was looking I to see so. what what skill might be entailed with carving a tree. Is that fletching or is that carpentry? Carpentry, carpentry is what you're looking for. Bowery fletchery is would be a specific subdivision of carpentry. Yeah, yeah. Um, Should be like half my decks. Yeah, if you don't Carp have... I thought Carpentry used to be Strength. Um, did you change it, or is it now Dex? It's fine. Either way, it's the same check for me. But mm -hmm. 
Uh, I don't remember. Is there a wood carving proficiency? I don't think there is. Carpentry is supposed to be good. Yeah, carpentry was strength. Does it move to dex now? It is, yeah. That seems to make more sense anyway. I guess it probably why we did yeah. it. Either way. It's... Right. It's so. the same. Oh, and I, I whiff it. <laughs> it's okay. It's the first time I've tried to carve anything. Well, uh, you didn't roll a one. You rolled a two. Mm-hmm. It's pretty close. Mm-hmm. So I think I... you can pull it over and you can start like planing it down and start trying to carve it. And it's clearly fairly amateurish. Yeah, or maybe what I cut off too much and like the initial idea of this like huge cypress trunk with like the thing built into it doesn't wind up working. So I have to like keep carving it smaller and smaller. Maybe it does wind up being more of a staff or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you're this so we'll, first. We'll try again back. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Picking up at uh, carpentry, blood shrines. I'm thinking it maybe we. I mean, I've got a lot of HP to regain. How much time do you have to regain? Or how much, how much HP? How much time do you need to spend regaining HP? Well, if I don't figure out a way to consume this troll blood, I need uh, 18 HP. I'm down 18 HP. Okay. And I am out of blessed leather, so I'm still on the lookout for a um, a cleric or something, some long-term solution. Mm-hmm. Or I can just keep feeding Plato's snakes. Okay. Um, I need a quick bathroom break. It seems yeah. a little early for a full-on break, so if you want, if you want we can just do uh, no, I can no, be back in a minute. No, let's take a full break or... anyway, because there's some coffee I need to pick up. Okay. Alright. Yep. We'll be back on the other side of the break. Bye-bye. Right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dyson with Death. So, you Hello. have a helm, most yes. definitely. Research yes, reveals. one of... Uh... One of Devon's fans in town turned up the helm. Mm-hmm. Must have been one of the kids playing with it when you went to look for it. Yeah. Damn those so eventually, so eventually that will be worked into the fountain. It will be a monument to the bloodlust of the Romulans. Um. All right. Um. So I think we're skipping that first, or we're finishing up that first day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if anything else happens, but I'm going to go ahead and roll my recovery. I gain one HP. And I will uh, pick up again the next day. On you oh. go with attempting to carve the hillside appropriately. And well, so now, the... yeah, I'll get back to the hillside and then pick up this botched cypress and rework it. And I'll just, like, I, I screwed up what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Probably tried to make a mask, like a face that wasn't working, and, like, I couldn't figure out how to get, like, behind the face to put a thing. And I probably also took bigger chunks out than I meant to, so I'm going to need to carve it thinner than I meant to. Um, and now that I've found this helmet, that will change my design. So I think the cypress will be like a post coming out of the hillside, supporting the uh, Romulan helmet. 
So it'll like and come then, out this way and then uh, not, maybe like at like a 45 degree angle with like a head, head on it. Got and it. then beneath it will be a bronze shield as the basin. Drip down into it. And then and the uh, the heart I will place inside of the helmet. And it'll I don't know how it'll fly. I don't know if it'll just drip from the helmet or if it'll like flow from the uh, from the eye holes. Yeah, today when you look at the heart, it does look actually less dry than in the previous days. It's not beating or anything, but mm -hmm. there it appears to be a little more plump or swollen, as if like you scratched your leg when you had an itch. Now it's kind of red and, and swelling. The heart yeah. has that like red swell look to it. All right, then we'll keep an eye on it. And I'll get back to uh, landscaping and wood carving. So, what were your landscaping and wood carving check? 11 and... Shite. Right. Um, let's see. So the... Yeah, landscaping is at plus 5. Wood carving is at plus 7. Shall I reroll them? Or just roll uh, one of them? I was going to say, let's use these original ones and have the amount that you fail by be like... Uh, number of days that it needs to take with some modifier on it so like for every two that you fail it'll take an extra day to get it the where that acceptable form so okay if you failed by 10 then it'll take like five days to get the hillside carved just right mm -hmm. after lots of little adjustments and thinking on it and you okay. know taking your time and going more slowly yeah i don't know that it, how much it matters that it's crude i think with the arcanology maybe that's like part of the like heart a fixing part part of it right like if i can get the hillside and the and the stump situated just right mm -hmm. i can set up the heart so that the actual magic part of it the and perhaps there's some like blood. research to be done within your own spell books and the infinite scroll and some mm -hmm. consulting of stars so maybe like one day you you're watching the pattern of the sun moving or you're aligning things and trying to see what you know there's probably this time spent doing things other than just chiseling away at it. Um, yeah. There's this, did I learn Watchful Ward? But maybe that is what I'm studying. Because there is some bits there on like carving masks. I would assume a lot of that spell and is instructing how to carve a mask for divin divination. Mm So, it looks like between the two things, it'll take you 11 days to get everything the way that you want it to be. Yeah. All right, so we can probably montage through that. Um, is this full day's work? Am I able to learn spells in this time? Or... Um, yeah, I think this is pretty dedicated work. I think you might be able to cast some spells and memorize some spells, but probably not learn things unless okay. it's uh, related. Like if you wanted to learn that master spell, the watch, that seems the watchful ward seems related, right? Yeah, that, uh, the, that or could at least I'm be part using, of your research. Right. Yeah, researching mask mm -hmm. carving and I don't know mask enchanting. Mm -hmm. Right. It does, a, does create a permanent magic mask, mm -hmm. which seems somewhat related. 
maybe I'll even use the mask. I wonder if I could set right if I set gemstones into the skull or in, sorry into the uh, into the helm. I wonder if that would count as one of the masks. I don't know. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. For now, I'll roll my spell learn chance. You know what might be cool mm. is if you could click on the substat sections and have them roll. So like if I could click on the chance to learn spell and have it roll a Ooh, D100 can, less than whatever's in the box. I can make a Or box. if you roll a system shock, it rolls a D100 less than whatever's in the box. Yeah. I'm making notes about adding that functionality. Ooh. <laughs> right on the money. 70 is my spell learn chance, and I roll a 70. So I do learn Watchful Ward. Excellent. I'll add that to my spells. Oops. Should be yeah. What school is it? Divination. Oh, are you still using that thing? I'm I've just. Been... I'm just going to update both of them just in case there's a. Uh, we're probably pretty behind. I've just been adding new spells to my character sheet. In roll twenty, um, there's probably some that I've learned that are not on there. Yeah, I'll I'll sort it out. You don't have to worry about it. Um, and there's no way that I don't gain all my MP in this time. I don't think, but right. Um, there is one thing that days. is worth knowing. A yeah. day. So the the troll heart does seem to be growing a little bit and changing a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but then one morning, about six days after the slaying of the troll, you wake up and the heart has like, its regeneration has, you know, it's like orders of magnitude faster over the night. You wake up and there's like an entire chest that's here and like little limbs that are starting to grow out of the chest and wriggle and move and over the mm. course of the night the heart went from sort of so, like a nice juicy organ to like the center of a creature that is now like clearly growing out so the uh um the heart was skewered which i don't know if it changes so i don't know if now there's just like a, a spear through did i move it to the i might have moved it to the dagger so there's like a dagger embedded in the chest of this creature uh, it appears that the the heart has like sealed over and squeezed out the dagger from it. Okay. Okay. All right then. Yeah. So it's it's so, regenerating into a troll. Um, and it made I don't know about twenty five percent of troll biomass. Maybe not twenty five. Maybe twenty percent of troll biomass over the course of one night's sleep. Yeah, five but it was days, six days. But it was three days? How many days of it? How many days of nothing was Or how many days of just a heart was there? About, about five days of just a heart, and then overnight, the next night, it was... Okay. 
growing pretty quickly. Um, on day four, was the heart beating and producing blood, or was, did it go from like a weird desiccated heart to like a? It was not beating, and, but it was like full, and it had a, a nice moisture layer around it. You know, mm-hmm. not like full fledged pumping blood out of it, but seemingly in a better situation. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to go around behind my shack and I think get up to some dirty work. So much for ceremonial heart removal that I attempted last time. I think this is going to be some nastiness. Um, I will start a small fire to dispose of the troll meat Mm -hmm. and get to work. I'm flaying flaying this thing. I... uh, try and treat it more like butchery. I pretend that it's not a uh, conscious creature. Or assume that it's not. Right? There's no nervous system attached. That'll grow eventually. Is there a spine in the rib behind the rib cage? That's what ribs are. Yes. Uh, The ribs are sort of like not full fledged bone. They're a little bit weak. They're almost like rubbery cartilage at this point. Uh, And Uh so is the spine. Um, Is element yeah so i put on some uh butchery clothes probably whatever clothes i would wear to uh slaughter uh slaughter a sheep Mm -hmm. and uh get to work behind my shack uh build a small fire and dispose of the scraps and flay the troll um when i start cutting into it is the heart beating at this point yes it is all right, and what we're going to do this time is like remove the heart and try and remove as much of the vasculature as is possible. So like veins and arteries along with the heart. So maybe it'll be like a heart with like mass of uh, like pulsing bloody uh, bloody veins coming out of it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You carve away at it. You bring flesh and bone and cartilage and sinew and fascia. Um, and burning all of that, unless Plotos wants to eat it. I think he's going to want to eat some of it. He probably Where? smells the troll and the blood and comes mm-hmm. uh, slithering out of his shrine over mm-hmm. behind my shack to, to watch mm-hmm. this process that you're doing. Rolls mm-hmm. up in the sun. Um, so I, initially he probably smelled like the cooking meat in the fire. Mm-hmm. And then he comes around and I'll look and I'll like, hmm, you want some? As I like wave like a chunk of troll. He will slither up and consume the troll. Mm-hmm. And Are I, you uh, recording 0.15% on your HP? Or 0.15 XP? Mm, yes. Sorry, not a, yes? Yes. Okay. I, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Um, I, I was, as I was doing a lot of this troll butchery, I decided to glance at my alignment and to see how far I was, uh, fearing from the original character design and, Uh uh, unfortunately found no guidance there. Uh If you were, if you happened to be looking at my character sheet. I just happened to note it. I was, it was open and I glanced and saw the, uh, XP and I thought it was... always enjoyed character sheets usually no one looks at them but you so you you know it's it's fun to uh yeah make little inside jokes with yourself 
Oh, I, yes, I see your alignment now. Yes. A bit of a throwback. Yeah. All right. So, um, at any point in the uh, in the flaying, does the does the heart die? Like, does the does the process do enough damage that it like stops beating and reverts? To uh, that's a great question. Why don't you make me a folklore check as you butcher it um, and see if you can, you know? I don't know if dies. I mean, I'm not. A, it, it should never die, right? If I keep it the largest piece mm -hmm. of the troll, right? But if does it like, does it stop? I think you are careful enough. Um, you know enough about trolls, or at least have enough rumors about trolls that you can carve at it carefully to keep it from dying, and it'll continue to thump 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 thump. And maybe I. Do, I do this carving over the shield as like a basin mm -hmm. to like start collecting some of this blood. And it does begin to pool. Yeah. Um, I think what I'll work on with the cypress is to like carve a bunch of like spikes in, into it. So maybe I can like at the top of it, I'll like make like a, the top will just like end in a stump and then inside of the top of that, I'll try and set up a little hollow uh -huh. where the heart will be. And it's probably probably carving spikes is too much, but maybe I'll like set nails into it mm. that like surround the heart. So like as the heart grows as into it, grows, it it'll just it's like, like limited itself. in size and it stabs itself. To... I, and I, and that more... way its growth will deal damage to itself so it can never really grow, but it'll keep trying to grow and it'll just yeah. be forever. That's yeah. I'm worried that that won't. Work. I will see what happens because mm -hmm. I was expecting that like sticking it on a on a knife or on a spear would do that, and it sounds like it just like worked itself free from mm -hmm. the blade. But maybe if it's surrounded. But anyways, and then on top of that, the helmet will be so like within the helmet there will be like a wooden compartment with spikes going inward, confining the heart. Mm -hmm. And then so like as it grows, it will do damage to itself and blood will drip from the from the mask blood will flow okay uh, well your week your 11 days of work will finish up and the troll heart will grow again but it's, I think you will be able to get the spike set up to work for it and uh, that will do it that, that yeah. will keep it growing and dying infinitely and never able to attain more biomass because it's always trying to repair the wounds that it can't repair because it can't push itself anywhere else. And so it's just perpetually feeding in the heart of this cypress tree. Yeah. I need like a morality proficiency to see how evil this act is. Oops. So, what do you so, tell people about the beating heart in a tree trunk with the blood and the shield? Um, well, what do they ask? Like, so do, is it that first day when the troll, when I'm flaying the troll, that villagers start to look around? Or uh, they'll smell like the a... barbecue. Some people will come on <laughs> over and be like, Devon, what you cooking up? Whoa, okay. <laughs> um, do they ask questions then, or do they see that and and leave? 
They see it and leave, and you can tell mm-hmm. that they're probably whispering behind your back about it because two people show up to do that, and then nobody else does over the course of the day. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, and I think it's less that people start asking questions and more there are just looks being exchanged in the village, and you yeah. get the impression that they're very curious, but no one really feels comfortable to come and question you on it. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to make a big grand announcement, but perhaps when I'm finishing and like taking the, maybe the last days are like checking to make sure that it's not going to outgrow its little chamber mm-hmm. uh, that I will be like standing around like surveying you know looking on with uh, I don't know if pride is the right word pride at my work that the villager, villagers may come up and ask what it is or like gather around next to me and look at it or are they just so horrified that they stay far, far away? As, I mean, they're, as yeah. often what happens here is it's the, the children who are the ones with no sense of boundaries or caution mm-hmm. and uh, one of the kids of the village mm-hmm. will just ask you point blank, you know, is that a heart in a tree? <laughs> Can you actually see the heart, or is it like? Uh, this must be at a point when you're installing it, okay. where they can yeah. see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say. Uh, it is a fountain, a shrine to uh, memorialize the hubris and bloodlust of the Romulans. And then I will uh, venture to tell the tale of the Romulans and how they uh, thought themselves chosen of the gods, and that they falsely believed that you know that they, they had been given some divine mandate to enslave their neighbors, but oh, how they were wrong! And Plato's came up and. Their rivers ran ran red with blood, mm-hmm. and they were punished. And mm. uh, this this fountain is to remind us uh, what happens to those that think they are above the gods. Mm-hmm. The kid looks on and, with wonder and horror, listening to the lesson, not fully understanding, but paying rapt attention anyway. How many days in all did we say this took? Did we say 11 days? 11 days. So I'll gain 10 more HP. Still not fully there. Working with troll blood doesn't uh, enhance my healing, does it? Unfortunately, it does not. No. And maybe uh, Akitos will uh, feel bold enough to improve upon my fountain, or maybe he'll stay clear and I'll have to take the initiative to improve it myself. but uh, Yeah, this... he's got some projects he's already working on. Mm-hmm. I think uh, he's not... I think he's willing to let you sort of handle the blood fountain. He's just going to mm-hmm. make the Quanot. And I think it's enough out of the way that, like, you'd have to, like, go behind Plato's shrine to, like, see the bulk of it. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, like, over the top of the shrine, you can see, like, the helmet on a stick or whatever. Mm-hmm. On a, 
but like if you go by that most of the villagers go about their business they get their water they leave the quanot um, and pretend yeah. that it's not there yeah i think i do need to secure this fountain um so how would you like to secure it? I may use the minor sealing word, actually. That's until dispelled. Does it do fire damage, or is it... So I need to learn minor sealing word. Mm -hmm. So I'll do that. And if I can get it learned, I will use that to like seal the helmet on or something so that if anyone tries to disassemble it and free the troll within, it will like self-destruct and be a shame to kill my troll, but it's probably safer than having a two-headed troll regenerating in the center of Necrot. Yeah, do, it wouldn't be very good for you to leave town for a while and then come back to find your town ravaged by because <laughs> someone knocked it over and accidentally set it free or intentionally set it free. Right. Yeah. All right. Hmm. So I've got another week. Actually, I do. I did gain one more HP from my con. Um, got another week of recovery. I think I would like to, oh, I can get to, to Atropos and back in a day. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll clean up my, the teacups that are filled with like muddy troll blood. That's no longer necessary yeah. when I've yeah. got this good quality source. How much blood is pooling? Like, is it going to be a problem? Is it going to be overflowing the shield, or is it just, like, a slow drip? Um, well, it is a slow drip. In theory, any sort of drip should eventually overflow the shield, unless it can, unless the drip is slower than the evaporation rate, right? Yeah. Um, so I think for now it seems fairly fine. Um, you might it doesn't look like it's going to be overflowing anywhere quickly you might want to keep an eye on it for a couple of days okay. see if so it does you know make some markings and see dig a little yeah yeah i can do that yeah you can make little scratches in bronze so that's fine um and i'll dig a like a there'll be like a trench around it like the, i think the shield is probably just in the earth like on like a little earth mound and there'll be like a little moat around it. So if it overflows, it'll go into the moat and maybe soak into the ground. We can plant some lovely flowers around it. And uh, this is how curses get started. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Plant some tomatoes in the troll blood and then you eat the tomatoes. And... Mm. Some uh, ro blood roses all over again. Slippery slope. Okay, um, so I will go to visit uh, Atropos with the teacups of troll blood. Excellent. You can visit Atropos, who is troll. up in her little little grotto. I love it. Eating for you. Mm -hmm. 
She has her eyes closed. She has her legs crossed on top of each other. Uh, a lotus position. Her hands, you know, uh, thumbs on uh, middle fingers. Eyes closed, waiting for you in a meditative state when you arrive, hauling mm -hmm. the troll blood with you. Yeah, I think I, like, carefully climb her, uh, the entrance into her cave, like, balancing these little cups as I, as I climb three-limbed. Um, does she rouse from her meditations, or is she in a trance when I arrive? Uh, she simply just speaks, I've been waiting for you. It's been a while, uh, teacher. Have you brought me blood? I have some samples, but uh, in uh, in Necrot, I have crafted a shrine to the Romulans um, that will uh, that will produce blood as much blood as we need. And I set the teacups before her. Okay. Um, she will, without opening her eyes, reach out with her hands and pick up the teacups, draw them closer to her, and uh, lean over the vapors and begin to waft them towards the teacups. Not inhaling them this time, but just wafting them towards the teacups. Um... I will uh, be using my ESP through this process to uh, scrape at her surface thoughts and see if I can get any insight into her uh, research methods. <laughs> see if I can figure out like where she, where she's what she's thinking and where she's drawing these ideas from. Is she really just like huffing uh, potion recipes from the from this gaseous seep in her living room? Uh, she is imbuing the potions with the mystical vapors that are coming out. This is just one of many steps that she's going to to follow. Okay. This first step um, is giving them like a slight amount of enchantment right off the bat from the vapors. Am I allowed to, or not? Am I able to read her thoughts? So the last time I tried to do this, it was incomprehensible. I don't know. It's horrifying. It was like gazing into the abyss. Mm -hmm. And I had to pull away before I went insane. Is her mind it's, like that this time, or is she in a This is more different... clear. She is not okay. inhaling any of the vapors. Um, her thoughts are still a little bit ADD, a little jumbly, kind of hopping from one thing to another in a disordered pattern. Mm -hmm. But you can listen well enough to understand some of the bigger concepts here. The the vapors are sort of one of the source, made, perhaps the largest source of her power, and they are able to so, identify uh, the properties of the things that they come in contact to. She is the way that she is because of the time that she spent with these vapors. Here they are beginning to enchant the troll's blood. I'm going to step away from her so as not to disturb her. And I will sprinkle a little bit of crystal dust onto the uh, onto this crack onto the vapors. Are they magic? 
They definitely are. Huh. They will alight as they... I just thought she was getting high. Um, I will peer into the uh, into the crack and see if I can discern the source. Is there anything it's, down there? Magic crystals down there? Down there. Yeah. You would need to drop yeah. a light stone way, way down to see what, see if you could see anything. I look, glance up at um, Atropos and see how in the zone she is. Her eyes are still closed. Hands are um, still wafting. Vapor. And I'm still with her thoughts. Is she like, can I get any guess as to like how far through the process she is or what she's? Yeah. She's about. I could roll a spellcraft or something if you if you'd like. Or... No, it's all right. Um, she's only about like twenty percent through. She's gonna okay. be doing vaporing and the the cups, and there's gonna be a process where she will stir them to try and change the surface area and draw the vapors through the the vortex down into the cup, something like that. So then I will cast my light spells, one of my light spells, and cast my little magic fireflies down into the. Uh, down into the crevice and see what I can see down there. fireflies alight they begin to flutter down the crevice when you see the reflection of eyes if you're looking out your window at night and there's a raccoon and it's positioned in such a way that you can see these like reflective discs but you can't see the raccoon that's what you begin to Mm -hmm. see is like the reflection of hundreds of eyes down like filling the crevice side to side looking up I don't look away unless I feel compelled to. You do not feel compelled to, no. Mm-hmm. The fireflies and... will flutter closer and then like small mouths, dozens of them will like pop out and sort of like leap like a, a frog might, like a frog's tongue mm-hmm. might come out and grab something. There are these like unhinged jaws that will pop out and start grasping at the fireflies in the air. Can they... Does that work? Like, can you eat one of these little magic lights and put it out? Or do they, like, is it futile to, like, bite at it? Like, you, like, clip through it? I think for normal creatures, it would be a pretty futile effort. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for whatever these things are in the crevice, they seem to be able to snap them from the air. And within a couple of seconds, the swarm has been consumed. Do I get any glimpse at what's down there, at their shape, at their nature? Give me a perception check, and we'll see what you could see through the crack during the time. No, not enough. Just eyes and mouths. Maybe eyes a and mouths. Tongue. There's clearly some sort of, like, jaw protrusion that comes away from the creature that, like, snaps out of the creature. Like, there's, um, like, an eel. How they've got, like, mm-hmm. the, the outer jaws and the inner jaws. Sort yeah. of like that, but it stretches out further. You couldn't get a glimpse of the actual things themselves. Mm-hmm. Just their jaws. Yeah. Would, would a legend lore tell me anything about this? Is this a legendary enough crevice that uh, um, 
Yes, you can legend lore and you will get back nothing. You will get back confusion. You will get mm -hmm. back. We're, we're at the dawn of time and this is one of those things that just is not known. That mm -hmm. is history. I, yeah. Okay. Um, when you look up, you will see that Atropos has stopped her enchanting of the teacups. Her mm -hmm. eyes are open, and she is looking directly at you in mm -hmm. a sort of judge, not judgmental, but maybe surprised and um, mm -hmm. scanning look, like she's trying to read what is on your face. Yeah, as... I'll, I'll say, Atropos, what's down there? Looking down the crevice. Dawn of fate. The, the rifts to the divine. Right here in the crop. Are there many places like this? There is no other place like this. What did you see? Eyes by the thousands. Mouths to match. Hungry. Yearning for magic. You have gazed into the future. You have seen what will come to pass, or what may come to pass. Hmm. What does it tell you? Nothing. Only more questions. I fear if I look too deep, I'll fall in. Are you done uh, infusing the blood? It takes a couple of beats to consider your question or to consider your answers. Um, and then picks the teacups up again and says, no, no, my boy. There's more that needs to be done. The troll's blood will us started the process will be a little longer would you like to see how it's done I nod do you need more blood she gives like a, a slight bit of a nod and pulls out her Chris that she keeps on hand for sorts of small things. Of course uh, she has a Chris. 
reaches out uh, her own hand and will give it a, a cut along the pinky side from mm-hmm. the base of the finger to base of the wrist and drip some of her own blood in with the trolls um, in one cup and then she will hand you the other cup and the blade. Uh, I draw my own or Seltzer's silver dagger if she doesn't uh, if she doesn't object. There's nothing special about her, Chris. She doesn't object. This this dagger has been uh, thoroughly cleaned and sanitized since it was uh, used to stake a troll heart. Mm. Now I'll drip some of my own blood into into the cup. Her blood is in one, yours is in the other, and she will will continue the process, pulling out some ash from a nearby one of her little fire pits, um, mixing it with some water that she has until it becomes like a, a slurry, and then wafting that vapors over that, mixing the this with the other potions, and then losing herself in some sort of spell-like trance um, as she actually lays across the crevice and holds a cup in her hand above the crevice and speaks the words to a spell intones the right sounds, makes the right gestures and you can see the blood begins to like bubble and boil as it's held over the vapors eventually when it subsides and words slow fluid kind of goes clear for a little while and then takes on like a, a sky blue color to it. Oh, this all in a teacup? All in the teacup. The whole no bubbling cauldrons. Takes, yeah, the whole process takes maybe a, an hour or so. Mm-hmm. Does she do it with both teacups? or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it'll take mm-hmm. two hours to get both teacups done. And that was it? Troll blood is the only ingredient? Troll blood, than... person blood, magic ash. vapors, ash, magic yeah. water. Yeah. No specialized laboratory. All in, all in a one cup wonder. Uh, I mean, the, I would consider this a specialized laboratory. You know, these vapors Having... can only be found in one place. She says. Yeah. yeah. Clearly, some sort of weird monster in it, and they're magical of some kind. The, the normal method for making these things would definitely be different and probably involve more divine magic than arcane to make a healing potion yeah i think only clerics can make healing potions although who knows what she is mm-hmm. hmm. is it ready i give it a sniff it is are you ready for what will come I think so. Should I drink? Are you wounded? I shrug. Do not waste the gifts, but use them judiciously. Uh, And she leaves it in your hands what to do with these things. Alright, I'll take the teacups. Um seal them up with beeswax if I have it here or maybe I need to take them back home she'll have some beeswax around right or I would have brought yeah. them with it yeah they can be yeah. sealed with um, probably the wax, some like the, a, 
the beeswax pressed into uh, papyrus paper. Yeah, so that's what I had like, found them in. Yeah. Yeah. And then probably tied off around the rim. <laughs> I feel like a ceramic vessel might be better long term, but. Definitely. Something with a nice ceiling lid, not these uh, little cups that you've got. Yeah. your way back to Necrot that evening if you so desire. Will do. Oh, make it on home. No one's disturbed the shrine in my absence. You'll arrive and there are people at the shrine taking a look mm. at it. Yeah. But when they notice that you come, they all conveniently were just about to leave to go do something. You know, it's time to put the kids to bed. Mm-hmm. Goats are still out. You know. I, don't, I gotta go set the kit. Uh, the pottery in the kiln and light it so it'll cook all night. Mm-hmm. Runs off to do something and they, they quickly scatter. Yeah. What has Akito been up to? Is he still working on the Quanat? Like expanding? Uh, yeah. He, he's made progress. You've got about 10 feet of tunnel um, straight mm-hmm. on in. It's about 5 feet, 10 inches high or so. So most people have to like hunch just a little bit, but it's enough that people can walk in and out fairly easily and clear the area. Akitos mm-hmm. is kind of a shorter guy. He's only like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, five, so it's pretty tall for full. this day and age, isn't it? Probably. I, I think 5'8 yeah. is the average American height now. Yeah. I mean, we, we tend not to use actual historical heights because people were super short back in the day. Yeah. Devon is 5'8", but he uh, has a mysterious lineage, I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So I've got a few more days of healing. And I need to seek out a cleric. And I do want to learn that spell. Right, you did learn Watchful Ward? Yeah. Yes, I would like to learn um, Minor Sealing Ward. Hmm. Uh, why don't you roll it? Yeah, I have a question about the Watchful Ward spell. Uh, who needs to, or what needs to go into carving the, the masks for that spell? Need they be artistic, or can a crude mask carved by a wizard be enough? Ooh, I do not succeed on the minor ceiling ward. That's no good. going to infuriate you, Ryan, but the less than sign is inclusive. Say again? Is... The D100 oh. okay. less than 71 so... includes 71, and I okay. don't know why they designed it that way, but... Okay. It's fine. I mean, I still passed the previous right. one. I rolled a 70. Okay, right, but I do right. need to write less than 70. 
How sure. would you do less than or wait? How would you do strictly less? Than? I mean, I guess you just write. You don't. Yeah. God, roll twenty. I I know, I know. Every time I do less than and it's supposed to be inclusive, it drives me up a wall. So weird. So weird. Makes no sense. Same thing with the greater than. Inclusive for some reason. Okay. Uh, anyway, right. you were asking about watchful ward. Yeah, can am I capable of carving? Uh, the faces need to be worth 100 GP, so you would need to be able to produce a mask of that level of value, okay. uh, quality. So I don't think yeah. you could do it. You'd probably need um, a professional or an expert or something. Okay. Or I could carve them out of a really valuable chunk of material. That's true. You could do a poor job of crafting if the material was of sufficient quality. Yeah. All right, let me think. Four plus, so it's been two weeks. So by the time I failed that spell, I will be at full HP. HP when oh, this is all done on the 22nd of September, Tuesday. Okay. All right. So you have two healing potions, right? Mm-hmm. Have a blood shrine set up. Your Quana is making significant progress. The superstructure has been built, and now it's just a matter of tunneling it back far enough to secure a, a good flow. Um, anything else that needs doing um, immediately? I don't think so. There's that creepy ghost town north of here, but I don't think I'm going to return there until I'm a little stronger. Mm -hmm. I need a better way to deal with ghosts. Mm. Um, hmm. Where might one find a cleric? There's probably a cleric in one of the nearby towns. You could go hop in village to village looking for a cleric, or you yeah. could get people to do that boring work for you. I, I feel like they said Sinus, and I had been there and hadn't met one, but maybe I'll return. Someone did mention there was a cleric in Sinus. Yeah. So I will uh, gather my belongings for a journey mm -hmm. and uh, hit the road. Excellent. You will set off and we will take a break right about here. And when we come back, we will travel to Sinus. Out of the break. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Hello. So, off you go. You're going to head down to Siphon. Right? Sinus. Sinus, that's the one. Yep. So I will uh, pack my little rucksack hmm? with some snacks, some pita, some mm -hmm. olives. Mm-hmm. Maybe some fruit. Gather what you road. can. 
and okay. uh, head out. There's not like a mass carver in town, is there? No. No, Necrot's a pretty small area. I think not any great craftsmen of that kind around here, but any of the nearby villages yeah. might have something. Yeah. I'll look another time or something. Um, uh, well, let's just hope that no one messes up the troll cage while I'm gone. All right. Well, off through the, the road. hills you go. Find you pass through the oasis, which is barren. And on to the next to hex. Make some encounter checks here. Yeah. Nothing today. Um, Are you gonna pass through Romulus? I think I will. I mean, that would be the next day. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, move to the next day, because there's nothing on that first day of travel. Yeah, I went dry, dusty hills, baking in the late summer sun. What was the village north of Romulus? I can't even remember, but... And around evening, on the second day, I will uh, wander into Romulus. You will be stricken by the stone carvings that you see here. It appears there is a an homage to one of the Romulan warriors, um, a man with a spear in hand, thrusting at some unseen target as a, a way to ward off Whoever might be entering in. Mm-hmm. Here's they are trying to ward their bounds, keep the unwanted out. Okay. I will walk past that and uh, enter the village. I recall it was like in a river valley, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a creek that runs through it. And there's the throne in the, the central square that stays just as it did before. People will spot you coming in, and those that are afraid of you will back up, and those that might not have been real big fans of Remus to begin with uh, are a little less afraid and stand about seeing you enter the town. Am I recognized? You are certainly recognized by everyone. Yeah. I guess I'm wearing a little crown. Um, Are there warriors about? Have they crafted new spears and... There are not. New shields? No. See, not a, not a warrior. Mm-hmm. Hmm. One of the people of this village who is less than afraid of you will approach mm-hmm. and say to you, Devon, you have returned. What brings you to our humble village? I am uh, just passing through on the way to Sinus. I heard tell of a cleric down there. They say they have a cleric of the sea. Hmm. Witch of the waves. Hmm. It's interesting. Didn't encounter her in my last visit, but perhaps I can seek her out. 
how fair is how fair are the Romulans? I look around to see if I see any warriors or if I see... Has Remus been banished? I'll ask them as much. Is, is Remus still around? He has gathered forth his warriors and gone to fight a great monster in the south. God. A better use of his talents than subjugating your neighbors. Right, he is much the man he was before, only laid low with humility. Do you know what beast this is? Surely not the Aboleth. Uh, a true monster hmm. that has given birth to a a swarm of I don't. I, I know not the words to describe them, but feathered raptors, whose bite or peck turns a man to stone. Chickens. I say they look taller, longer, um, more streamlined. I doubt they lay eggs, but well. He points back in the direction of that carved warrior um, at the edge of town. Is that carving new? Brand new. And uh, by the way she's gesturing at it, it is no carving. Oh. I like look back. Can I see it from here? At least in the mm -hmm. distance. Mm -hmm. So it was like a full-on statue. Mm-hmm. Oh. Where, uh, where are these chickens? What village? They came from the southeast. But Romulus and his men went to the woods, the, to the west of that, in search of the creature's mother. What birthed them? Perhaps I will encounter them on my journeys. Maybe we can put the past aside and put an end to this curse together. Um, and I think if I force march, I can get all the way to Sinus today. So I've used uh, 20 of my movement. If I force march, I can go 36. Oh, no, I can't quite make it. I would need to go... Th oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Right, over grassland... Is only 6. Oh, okay, but I have 20, 30... Yeah, okay, I see. 36 yeah. and... Oh, yeah, you could do it then, right? Because you've got 24 and no, you No, because I 20. think I... But you, you use the movement when you leave. So oh, one, right. two... I've done 10, 20. It would be 30 to get me to the grassland. Right. And 36 to get me to the next grassland, which would get me there. Right? Then 20, 36, yeah. 30. Yeah. So I can force march and get there. Okay. So I'll pass through, push on into the night. 
and reach that. Um, I'll go ahead and roll my con check, I suppose, to see Please. if I pass this. Are there no penalties associated with force marching, or do you just get to keep going? I think you just get to keep going. I think the the check is to uh, to see if you can continue, and the the penalties are just going to be there. I'm going to double check the rules. This is saying when you fail the force march. Check is passed. The force march pace can be continued the next day. If it's failed, no more can be completed until you recover from. One drawback is that you get a minus one penalty on attack rolls. This modifier is cumulative. Half day's rest required to move one day's worth of penalty. Yeah. So if you force so march, the you'll have penalty minus is regardless. Right. Right. Okay. So in the night, I will enter Sinus. There aren't exactly taverns or anything, are there? No, uh, this place is not that developed at all. The as you enter Sinus, you will see more of these uh, petrified people. Maybe about fifteen of them scattered throughout are, the town. Um, are they, do they look like they're arranged, like they're left out as statues or as memorials, or are they uh, are they the are they frozen where they've where they first fell? Half dozen you come across seem to have been moved towards the edge of the village um, mm -hmm. and placed in a, like a circle facing each other. But as you make your way by the dying light of the day into the mm -hmm. village, you can still see that there are a few others, um, some in states of movement, like tied to logs that are being like wiggled so as not to accidentally break off any legs or something, and then sort of left um, in place where, where they couldn't finish moving them over the course of the day. Mm. The people of the village are mostly asleep by the time you enter. You'll just see a few lights on in a few homes, candles or oil. What is, what's the weather like? Dry. Warm. Warm? Okay. I think I'll go sleep on the beach. I brush a finger across one of these statues as I walk past it. And... Uh... Mm. Well, we'll see. All right. Feels smooth sleep. under your skin. You know, as if each individual little hair and bump is turned to stone as well. Not rough. Um, as smooth as a person would be. <clears throat> well, I go to go to the beach and rest to the sound of lapping waves. Mm -hmm. the night will pass um, you'll be awoken in the morning not by the rising light of the sun but by a fisherman who is trying to get up super early and go catch something but mm -hmm. finds a strange man on his beach mm -hmm. uh, and he gives you like a poke with the butt of his little trident he goes oi mm. hey who, the who are you what are you doing here I like sit up what is this oh Good morning, fisherman. You look familiar. Who are you? I am uh, Devon. Uh, friend of little... the merfolk. It takes a little while for the gears in his head to click with who you are. Mm -hmm. uh, and he'll take a few steps back when he realizes, oh. Well, be at ease then. 
there, friend? I've, yeah, I've come to see your sea witch, um, but it appears other problems have uh, descended in my absence. Yeah. Um, can you tell me where the uh, where the witch lives? Points um, west along the coast. There's a, a sea cave out there. But I don't know if you're going to find what you like or like what you find. What do you mean? She's been made like the others. You know Turned about stone? the others? Yeah. Shit. She was the first one. A stranger showed up in town, dressed in dark, traveling cloak with a hood pulled up over her head, asked about to see where she was, where, where the, the priestess was, and went to visit her. Then we all heard this, um, like a clap like thunder and a piercing shriek. Then out from the direction of the cave, Came this uh, thundering of small raptors. Those that stood in their path were turned to stone as they scattered throughout. Maybe 100 of them? 150 of them? I don't know. A bunch of them. And then they just ran off into the plains. And in all directions. Saw the figure come back out. Cloak pulled over her. Uh, he left. Right in. Where'd she go? West. West. Hmm. Yeah, we went to check out the cave and there Saris was. Turned to stone as if in the middle of speaking, hand held aloft to the sky. Calm seas, sailor. Thank you for your time. And I'll get myself up and like dust myself off, gather my things. Um, I'll catch up on my rest another time. He'll hitch his pants up and head out into the water with his trident and start looking for fish. Why were his pants down? I mean, like the the cops. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, he's spearfishing. All right. Um... I will slowly start walking west towards the uh, Sea Witch's Cave. Alright. Is it easy to find? Yes, it is. An obvious cave somewhere west of town. Find the appropriate. Uh, as you come along the coast, you'll see that the shoreline starts as a beach, 
Uh, and the further west you go, you, you run into some bluffs. The bluffs still have a bit of beach before them. And then there is uh, an archway in the bluffs where from the from the beach where you are, you can see that there is a, a cave that runs in and then there's like a, I guess you would call it like an atrium where light can still come down. So there's like a, an is archway it, in front and then like an open section and then a cave beyond that. Is it a natural archway? Mm -hmm. Like eroded by the waves? Yeah, like the one that used to exist at Glita Beach. Yeah. Did that uh, collapse eventually? It collapsed. Yeah. Well, I will uh, enter the cave, enter the atrium, and look up at the sky. You can see the sky above. A little bit overcast today. Is the uh, atrium decorated? No, it's just rough sand all over the place. There's a little bit of decorations on the sides. There are some, um, well, like a. Looks like a tiki torch, but not a tiki torch. Just like a, a sconce on a stick. Some sconces on sticks dug into the sand near the edges where one would have oil lanterns, but they, they are oiled torches, but they, they're not lit right now. And there is a cave within. And you can see footprints in the sand that lead out. Uh, Bare-chawed feet. The only set of feet exiting here, except for the countless little marks of chicken feet all over the place. Mm. Um, they're a little harder to see in the sand, but they're there. A whole swarm of raptors. 150 of them? Well within the possibility of what we're looking at. Yikes. <clears throat> um, I will enter the cave and look around. Yes. Give me a perception check. I have my uh, spear in hand. Yes. Nailed it. As you get to the edge of the cave and your eyes begin to adjust, you can see there is indeed a statue of a woman, hand held aloft to the sky as if she were about to channel a divine command or something. Um, and then poking out from behind her legs. Glancing blow. One of these chicken things. One of these octresses, as it may be. Uh, it sees you. It sees me? Yes. It has the body of a chicken, the wings of a bat, the tail of a something. I think a snake a long or something. of a lizard tipped with oh. a few feathers, I guess. Mm. It's a... I want it as a pet. Someone saw this in a vision. Did I see this in a vision, or was that Atropos? Atropos Since... told you to beware of the chickens. Yeah. Since getting this crown, though, and scraping around inside other people's thoughts... Consciousness tends to blur together. This creature has decided you are prey, or you're invading its home, mm -hmm. and is coming for you. So I believe it is time to roll for initiative. Actually, I take that back. I meant uh, there. There's 
enough sun overhead that there are shadows, right? Certainly, it's an overcast yeah, day. So it's, um, but it's the a shadow snap. There's uh, the shadow of the cave compared to the shadows in the area around you. I'm like just in the entrance though, right? So I back into the atrium and prepare to shadow snap when the creature enters the uh, enters the light. Excellent. Let me just up my minions. Minions. The royal minion. <laughs> Okay. You get a one on your initiative roll? Two? Uh, okay, two. two. Yeah. Fantastic. So I step back, get the words on the tip of my tongue. I think, let's see, points to the sky. So does this need to be under open sky, a shadow snap? I don't think so. Points to the sky, a blade springs forth from the air and plunges to the ground. Uh, no, I don't. you don't need to be under the open sky. You might need like at least some headroom. You probably couldn't do it in like a really tight area, but the, the mm-hmm. cave is large enough that the ceiling is vaulted okay. up like fifteen feet or so. Okay. So it gets a saving throw. Right. Saving throw for the cockatrice. N, and I am pretty confident that is not going to pass. Uh, the blade bird... sinks into the sand holding the creature's shadow tight. Yes. Uh, the bird is held fast. It will squawk. It will flap its wings and attempt to fly, but it can do none of these things. Instead, it'll just screech at you. As a chicken might. Over there and only over appear again. to be one? Yes. I narrow my eyes and look at the creature. Shadow Staff has a duration of one minute per level, and you are level four? Correct. Okay. Four. So you've got three rounds now, because it, it took around that time, to in yeah. which you can do whatever you want. So go nuts. Is it bad if I want to keep it? There's 150 of these things, right? Keep whichever one you want. Uh, looking into the cave, do I see any uh, any rope? Mm-hmm. Definitely. There are lots of um, rope decorations around. There's like coils of rope packed about. Uh, it is very nautical themed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like a couple of overturned old ruined boats that are being used. You know, one is a- as a bed. Uh, that's sort of like resting, uh, like suspended as a hammock might be. One is turned over and used as a table. Uh, one has been burned out in the middle and is used as like a fire pit. Um, plenty of rope about. I can, I can maybe capture it after I beat it into submission. So I will go ahead with the arcane spray now. Okay. Bray me a chicken. And then I will roll my... You roll really well, really poorly. Really, really poorly. Um... What? That's not right. Um, I Should I keep that four and do the math? Is that a saving throw? 
Uh, it should be the new saving throw with uh, an int. Do you want me to re-roll entirely? Re-roll, or... yeah. Okay, it should be with intelligence. That's better. There we go. We actually oh, deal 20 damage. Yeah, um, it was just a regular saving throw versus spell, not the new save versus spell. So five hit die creature, so it gets plus ten to its save, and then Dex will be. I think we've said before that it's half, half if it's right. restrained by a shadow snap. Right. So we're looking at a, uh, a sixteen total on its saving throw. It rolled like a one. It did roll yeah. a one, yeah. So you'll do twenty-four damage. Yeah, twenty is the max. So we actually do max damage blasted yeah oh Only five, five die it average will be like 20 something hp and 21 hp <laughs> two sixes two fours and a one that's perfect uh the creature is rendered all but dead as your bits of magic rip through it all over the place. It slumps forward. Can you hear that blade? That saw? Saw? You don't hear a saw? Barely. I don't think so. There's a lot of music and stuff, though. Just a moment. Uh, I, don't, I assume you can't hear the... Uh saw either chat Neil's wife is disassembling their house don't worry she'll save his office for last the neighbor that shares our deck has been gone for a long time and he's got like a wood shop out there he was actually gone for so long that I was worried he had died and no one knew uh, but he arrived home today and now these balls are mm-hmm. back anyway <clears throat> um yes the creature is all but dead it slumps forward its feet still like standing straight up and down because it's been shadow snapped, but the the rest of the body laying on the ground, breathing heavily, the edge of its I, life. I assume with uh, without Dex, a thirteen uh, will hit it with whatever random object I can find nearby to like knock it out and yeah, just like throw a rock. Yeah, it's got fourteen AC, so it's flank oh. back, whatever. Even yeah, without Dex, but... yeah, it's you render the beast unconscious with a bludgeoning blow to its back. And uh, I will quickly search the cave to make sure there's nothing inside. There's nothing else nefarious within. Um, You will find that the very back of the cave has a, um, I don't know what you would call it, like a a stack of stones and then a depression where there is water. Um, It looks like this is below the water table. So this is probably just seawater right here. Is it like a pathway that goes somewhere, or is it just allowing seawater in? There's like a a ring of rocks against the back of the cave, and then contained within these rocks is just like some water. So a shrine rather than a, or like a pool of holy water. Right, a pool of not an entrance into like an underwater cave or anything. Uh, I don't know. You'd have to jump in the water or you know reach in at least see how deep it is. You can't see the bottom in the darkness of the cave. Yeah, because, you know, it's not very bright in here. Okay. Um, I w- I'll worry about that in a second. For now, I'm going to go around gathering some rope mm-hmm. and tie up this chicken. Um, uh, okay. 
Um, I've got animal handling. Um, what is the part you would like to restrain? Uh, I'm worried about its beak is what turns you to stone, so I need to make some sort of mask for it. I'll put its head in a bag for now. And then, like, tie a leash around its neck? Is that how you lead a chicken around? Does it have scary spurs on its feet, too? No, it's just got normal chicken feet, which are sort of scratchy and annoying. Pretty scary, but... So, yeah. Um, so I put a bag over its head. Then tie it on a leash. And does its tail look lethal? Like, what about it looks like it could be used as a weapon? It's mostly just its scary beak. Just its beak. I mean, it doesn't look particularly dangerous. It looks frightening only because of its monstrosity. I mean, it's got this bat is... wings and a creepy tail. Right. But, like, the wings aren't going to hurt you. The tail is not really going to hurt you. The beak is the only thing that looks dangerous, but it's a clear abomination. The cockatrice is an eerie, repulsive hybrid of lizard, cock, and bat. Per sentence. Hmm. Um, is this creature exist in folklore, or are we witnessing the creation of them? I think you are witnessing the creation of them. I don't think yeah. this is anything that you've ever heard of before. Yeah, it's a horrible abomination. Okay. Um, all right. Creature is sufficiently restrained. I will tie it up to a post or something. Is there a bed in here? Uh, the bed is a like a, an old rowboat that is suspended on ropes. Okay, so I'll tie it around like one of the benches or maybe just around one of the ropes there in case it wakes up and look around. <clears throat> He already rolled for cock size. It has 21 HP. Thanks for the reminder there, chat. Mm -hmm. All right, um, I'm going to search this. Does it look just look like a dwelling or is this like a temple? What is this place? It looks sort of like a another weird, witchy cave, sort of like Atropos is, but instead of being built on a crevice up on a plateau, on a rise on a mountain, it, this is in a cave by the sea with a, you know, with all sorts of boats and ropes and spears and um, porches and uh, a little sea well in the back. Um, I will approach the statue, put a hand on it, and reach out with my ESP to see if there is any thoughts or consciousness inside of this stone husk, or if there's any thoughts lingering around in the air. Is, is her consciousness gone? What happens when you're petrified? Her consciousness is indeed gone. Yeah. Well, rest in peace, which was her name? They told me it was like Sithis. Saris, yeah. 
Um, I'm going to search her house. I was hoping she was a cleric, but it seems like maybe not quite. Maybe priest is what I was told. Um, well, you will very Cause... quickly run into the trappings of the goddess Nadinus. And in this form here, you will see um, leaves and like raindrops and wave carvings sort of along the rock walls here. It'll be like, um, you know, someone will have done a, what do you call it, um, what's the painting style where you will block off something and then blow colored sand oh, or colored yeah. dust around it? I know what you're talking about. I can't remember what it's called. I don't know the term. But someone has made like a stencil of a tree and then blown like green and brown dyes and dust about it. And then in the green dyes has taken a very like careful stick and carved the dye around to make little shapes of leaves everywhere. That One of the major symbols of Nadinus. And then little blue raindrops have been like the negative space is the raindrop. And then there's like blue around it. And then little bits of a blue dye added to to make the drops quite perfect way about. And you know, on the other side of the cave wall, there are a um, similar method of doing ocean waves. You do see the signs of a cleric, and if you look closely at her, you see that while one hand is raised, the other hand is grasping an amulet of Nadinus, mm. goddess of nature. Well, I will rifle through her things. Um... She doesn't also happen to be a leather worker, does she? Any signs of uh, cured blessed leather around? She is wearing Maybe fish a skin? leather skirt where it's just, you know, a bunch of strips of leather or like an inch or so wide that come down to that point at the bottom. Well, overlaid unfortunately around. that is stone, but maybe if I can find her backup skirt. Her backup skirt? Um, she's got her you going don't... out skirt as well, but it's uh, cloth, not leather, unfortunately. Do people really only have one set of clothes? No, what is she, an adventurer? Clothes. Yeah. <laughs> she's got the one leather skirt, and her other skirts aren't all leather. Okay. Well, she's got more I than one can't outfit. use a, a stone skirt, I don't think. Can I cast you... a spell with her stone skirt as a material component? Definitely I'm not. gonna. I'm going to rifle through her belongings and see what I can find. Um, and I'll actually spend the day here. I'm gonna slow down so that I can call this rest. And sort through her stuff. Um, I think the end. I mean, I'm looking for valuables, and particularly this one spell component, but maybe not. Um, but I do think I want the end goal to be to tidy this place and turn it into a shrine. So, like, I will find any perishables and get rid of them so that they're not rotting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, and just try and tidy it into a slightly more public place. Assuming she's not going to be unturned to stone, I will try and turn it tidy it so that it could be used as a public temple kind of right. thing. Right. So that if, like, someone came to visit and pray to Nadinus, they would find a welcoming little shrine rather than a lived-in little sea shack. In the process, do I find any valuables? Um, and does the yeah. stupid chicken ever wake up? The chicken, stupid chicken, will wake up eventually. But before that, um, you will find a uh, some bound pages of papyrus and vellum, like alternating. It looks as if someone has been continually adding pages to this notebook as a, as it has reached its maximum. And, you know, 
Simone mm-hmm. that belongs to Saris here. You will also find an offering tray near the front where someone coming to give advice or ask for a favor or ask for advice or whatever would leave their little bits of offering. What are and the offerings? In, in this are offering, they money? there are a couple of coins, but the what is resting on top of all of these is like a shed snake skin. Put a hand on the snake skin. Yeah, it's about stretched out. It's about this little and a half feet. Um, the color, of course, is not really visible in the skin. It's just sort of semi-clear. I pick it up. White. This isn't... Could this be Plotus? Is it his size? It's roughly his size, yeah. It'd be weird for him to have made it all the way down here by himself without telling well, you. Some, if someone found it, though, and brought it here. Or is there another serpent? I will take this, uh, but leave the money. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'll add my own copper coin to the pile. We'll see signs of a struggle in here. It looks like at one point she had a staff, um, a, a gnarled staff that looks like it's driftwood. But is that is, still here, or is it discarded? It's here, but it is broken. It looks like it was damaged in combat, and you know, part of it is way over here, and part of it is just here at the feet. Maybe whoever killed there left a serpent skin as some weird, creepy serial killer token. Um, I will cast a detect magic at some point. I think I will snort it this time, so I can just search the whole room. The whole room. Right. Um, let's see. Fifteen, and just to be sure. Tech magic. Yes. You will come across a. There's like um, some hooks that had what looked to be like jewelry and tokens and uh, ornamental stuff, like personal possessions, but some of them will radiate magic. The jewelry? Yes. One of them seems to be a combination of like driftwood and sea glass attached to a string with like some adjustment to it so you could like loosen it and slip it on and then tighten it uh, and it would hold in place that Hmm. appears to be magical is it a bracelet or a necklace you can tie it around your wrist or your neck Um, it's a little bit flappy uh, and dangly, like it's got these pieces of sea glass and driftwood that have a loop on one end. So if you wear it around your wrist, it'll dangle and maybe jingle. Maybe jingle's not the right word, but it'll you know knock around. If you wear it on your neck, it'll still dang, but it'll probably dangle, but it won't off about as much because it'll lay flat against you. So you could equip it either place. Is that the only magic item here? No, I'm just making notes so I don't forget anything. Okay. I hate it when I have an idea and then I make notes about a second idea and I can't go back to the first one again. 
You mean like 30 seconds ago you had another idea or? Yeah, like there's two, you know, you got, ah, oh, here's these two things in the cave. Let me write down the first one. By the time you're writing down, done writing the first one, you can't remember the second one. Yeah. Other is what appears to be like a, a brooch or your cloak or something that you would use to like <laughs> pin some cloth together in the shape of a scarab or needle. It is plated on the outside with gold, or maybe it's made entirely of gold and it is a very fine work. Maybe it's a beetle that has been turned into gold. It looks very lifelike, but quite these are these are hanging from hooks. They're not like she wasn't wearing them. Right, if she has... She's probably wearing other magical items, and these are the ones that she did not have equipped at the time. She probably got a plus five magic sword up her butt. Mm. As you do. Mm -hmm. um, another... Uh, so that's all the magic, correct? But another yes. interesting question. Your new detect magic can sense the residues of spells that have been cast. What is the duration of such detection? Does it depend on the strength uh, of the magic? Yeah, so the d depends on what the magic that existed um, created. So, as you look about, you will certainly see that there is a magical aura around the human statue, mm -hmm. and there is a magical aura around the snake skin that was left in the, the, the offering. It is the same type of magic around both. A evocation that has sort of like these, call it like a streaking pattern to it, which might not make a lot of sense because you know, it's not necessarily a visual sense that you're getting. It's a, a weird magical sensing in the same way we might call orcs like charmed or you know having a, a minus one spin, which doesn't really mean anything. To your visual understanding, but yeah, and this is like a, a streaked pattern to the magic. Okay, um, is it possible that this uh, snake skin is the cockatrice's tail skin? Like, could it not Definitely be a snake not. skin, but it, it, yeah, it's, it's not a lizard tail? Okay. Hmm. How long do residues last? It depends on the spell, not on the level or anything like that. Right, it depends on the spell that created it. So some of them are, I'm noticing like, what are they? One of them was, okay, some of them sit, so like identify potion, radiates leaves of residue for a month. I saw one mm -hmm. spark shower, dim bursts for an hour. Some of them don't say anything, or some of them are just like, very small sulfur crystals are the remains of the miniature magic. So arcane spray just leaves small sulfur crystals. Right. Are those permanent? Like if, if you cast an arcane spray, are there tiny little sulfur crystals forever? I Indefinitely? Break down eventually. Okay, uh, but those are meant to be more or less permanent until they've like weathered away. Yeah, weathered Whereas away, the ones... gotten buried, got like blown away in the wind. Maybe someone got stepped step on them and they break. Uh, they mm -hmm. will degrade naturally, but they don't. They won't have like a, an exact life expectancy. 
in a dim, dark corridor that has no access to the outside. They could sit for a very long time. Or on yeah. a mountaintop in the middle of a snowstorm, they would be gone immediately. Okay, and most of these do actually have... durations. Okay. Um... Well... What do you do with the two magical items that you... I'm... I take them. When you pick up the scarab... Um, it animates and burrows into my flesh. No, but there are some markings that appear across it. Okay. Um, I have Arcanology and Spellcraft. Um, I could cast a Read Magic, actually. And I think I will do that if... Uh, if the need arises. Uh, yeah, well, why don't you... Why don't um, you so do if... In that if order. my first Arcan if archaeology okay. then spellcraft then that we'll see where well all right the archaeology will pair it off right away you will recognize okay. this you have heard of such a device it is a, a gift they say from the gods that they give to their most faithful and loyal servants it is a scarab of protection it'll grant you a plus one bonus on all your saving throws versus spells additionally it'll allow you a saving throw versus spell for spells that do not normally grant such saves, mm. but the, it'll just be, you'll need a natural 20, or only magical bonuses to saving throws are taken into account for these things, so if someone so tries a 19 to magic or 20, you, right? if someone tries to magic missile you, you'd need a 20 to succeed. Not a 19? Because it's plus 1, right? Right, but if you, if you, so imagine your current saving throw is infinity, or is 21, and you can okay. on a d20. Okay. Well, I will, and I just, I can just keep it in my pocket. Or does it need to be, like, is it a suppository? No, it's a, a brooch. Oh, brooch, you, um, okay. You pin it to something that you wear. Right. Well, um, for now it's in my pocket, but I'm sure I will pin it to me soon enough. you killed your archaeology check this will yeah. also absorb level draining attacks death touches, death rays, fingers of death, um, absorbing up to 12 such attacks or the scarab is destroyed, so each each level drain or death touch or death ray or whatever will absorb one of its 12 points it usually starts with 12 she's probably used some, maybe has used some but this yeah. is a, a favor of Beloved subjects who they wish to protect. She probably should have been wearing this when she got uh, petrified, or maybe she's got another brooch. Can you? Ha How many brooches can you have? Can you just be like a Cub Scout with merit badges all over? <laughs> I think at that point they probably stopped working together. Uh, I think you yeah. can wear one brooch at a time. Okay, so maybe she's got another brooch or something. Um. And I will, yeah, I, will, I continue preparing her sh her shrine. Mm -hmm. um, I will at some point look in the pool. Um, maybe stick my head in? I don't know. Stick an arm in? Like, see if I can see the bottom? 
it is uh, staff in. I stick a staff have... in. Ah. I stick a staff in a few feet. Let's see if I can find the bottom. It is deeper than you would have expected. Your staff will go all the way up to the handle, uh, all the way up to your hand. Without. Um, all right, I'll crush up some fireflies. Will the fireflies go underwater? Uh, will they not? I don't think fireflies swim. Okay, so then I guess I need an alternative. The glowing creature. I'm sure one exists. However, oh, you would need to have phyto, a phytoplankton, a phytoplankton or something. Let me yeah. see. Um, I'm not casting this, I'm reading it, but I may actually cast it. Let's see. I can conjure crickets. So can I use, I'm by the sea. Mm -hmm. Can I conjure some like bioluminescent sea creature with this conjure spell component to use to then cast my light spell? Ah, well, spell, if you can conjure of... a cricket, I don't see why you couldn't see. conjure phytoplankton. Crushing the remains of a harmless glowing creature. So, like, a, yeah, so some phytoplankton. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can conjure a cricket. Whisk, wait. You can conjure whiskers, but you can't conjure a crow's foot. All right, sure. Yeah, because whiskers will fall off. Get, they'll naturally. get shit shed. Okay. Yeah two specific components per level. That's castings per level, right? So if I'm level four, I can conjure eight castings of phytoplankton? Yes. Or some combination thereof? Or does it have to be the same? The items desired are moved physical. So in theory, I could conjure four fireflies and four phytoplankton. It's um, whichever you want. You could do four fireflies and four castings. Of I'll, I'll do eight fireplankton. I was just curious, or like, ooh, like some bioluminescent jellyfish. I probably can't conjure living creatures, right? Right. It has to be like a dry. So I feel like some like dead bioluminescent are probably more likely. Mm -hmm. There's all sorts of like cool little like. What are those? within four miles of the deep ocean so some of these like anglerfish and stuff not an angler there's like some really crazy deep sea creatures yeah I'm trying to think what to call these things or what these things are called it's a name but copepod bioluminescent copepods. There's some weird cephalopods down there that glow, I believe. Yeah. Cephalopods. Yeah, cephalopods. That's the squid and 
octopus family. Yeah, this was copepod. It looked like some little shrimpy thing. So, uh, that will be three for the summoning. And there's no chance to fail. It's just like, if it's there, it comes, right? Right. right. Okay. Uh, but you're by the sea, and if your range is four miles, you can definitely summon these things. Yeah. Okay. So I will summon eight bioluminescent sea critters, mm -hmm. and then use one to cast a light spell to swim down in there. Right, um, a and small a swarm of copepods appear. Uh, flutter down. It appears that this sea well does head uh, down quite a ways, maybe about 15 feet or so, um, before it turns and looks to head out towards sea and then also inland. Alright, um, I will strip down and go for a swim. Um, before I do, I will double check the bindings on the cockatrice. The cockatrice is stirring as you go to check it. Yeah. Yeah. I will tie its feet up as well and like hang it upside down from the uh, from the ropes. You hang it upside down from the boat. Uh, maybe upside down might kill it. Yeah, maybe I at least tie its feet. I don't I think hanging it upside down might kill it, but I will tie its feet as well as its neck. Ah. Um, I think birds might be the kind of animal that, like, if their head is covered with a hood, they kind of just, like, give up. And, like, they kind of go... It's I don't nighttime, know. and so they just pass out, sort of thing. Yeah, like, I'm thinking, like, falcons wearing hoods calm down. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyways, and then I, uh, strip down and go for a swim. Alright. You dive um, into the cool waters. I'm hoping I don't need to use... Oh, I actually don't have any more potions of water breathing, so I'm going to have to free dive this. I do have a swimming proficiency and solid con, so I think I will last five minutes underwater. So I will get a big gulp and swim straight down and then, like, look both ways. Uh, one way looks like it heads out to sea. The other way looks like it heads under the earth and inland for an indeterminate distance. Okay. I will uh, split the swarm and send it both ways while I while I look to see what I can see. Uh, I think that probably actually requires a second casting. Which no, I know it doesn't. Demand um, I don't remember. Uh, summons just purple. Only one is. Oh wait, only if large. Wait, if larger harmless glowing creatures are to be summoned, such as puff, such as a puffball. Only one is summoned. At fourth level, you can reduce the duration to increase the area. For example, if the duration is cut in half, the caster has two swarms at each light a 10-foot cube. So I should have declared this as I cast it, but it, it is allowed okay. to create two groups. Okay, so you're fourth level, so you created two groups. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Two groups, and it will last for six hours. Okay, that's fine then. Uh, you split them and head into. Does this need to be done at the casting, or can you split it midway through and reduce the, and just consume some of the duration? I th I had intended it to be done at the beginning of the casting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think it's fine. Okay. 
Yeah, next time we'll be more careful. The next time we'll be more careful. Yeah, still learning the new spells. Oh, they're typical movement, right? So these probably are pretty slow. Mm -hmm. So I'll sit down here for a few minutes watching the lights drift. See what see what I can see either way. I'm guessing the one out to sea doesn't really go anywhere, but yeah, it just sort of heads out and sort of downish for a little while until the the creature must reach an area where the tides are pulling it, and then it moves more quickly and gets swept out and then to the side, and you lose sight of it. Um, the one that heads inland goes mm-hmm. maybe thirty or forty feet before it reaches a wall. All right, uh, I will upward shot. Okay. All right, I'm gonna go up where I am and catch my breath before going back down 15 feet, swimming in 30, and popping up inland. You, it pops up into a a room, like a, a similar sort of walled well around the entrance to this room, mm-hmm. and in the middle is a massive clam-looking shellfish sort of creature. Uh, that is open and has soft blankets and pillows strewn about it like it is some sort of bed setting. There's um, It's a rounded room, and around the edge is a carved table. It's like planks together on mm-hmm. which other personal possessions and belongings are. This looks like her actual private quarters and not the decorative front where she eats people. Is there anything of note here? There are things of note. There are notably um, a stack of potions lying around. Oh How the heck would you get a potion out through the water? Well, they're sealed, so okay. Just uh, you know, don't accidentally unseal them while you travel through the water. Okay. And then there are there's like an actual dresser with more clothes and more objects, uh, more personal possessions. Any blessed leather panties, or just blessed leather? That'll do too. Uh. Are there any priest spells that require blessed leather? Um, I don't know. Uh, Zweihard's grips take blessed leather, but she doesn't have that <laughs> spell. No, I don't think there are any spell components that require leather or priests, so um, no blessed leather lying about. Nothing. Okay. Um, anything else I sh- would think to want to take here? There will be some bits of jewelry that could be valuable if you would like to pilfer them. I don't know how mm. you feel about that, though. Um, I don't know that I have much need for wealth, short of... Yeah, what I need to... Where am I at? Is it like personal jewelry? Like her earrings yeah. and her necklace and stuff? Yeah. If there are pearls, I can use that for identify. Yes, but... there is a bracelet of pearls. Just simply a string of pearls together that one would wear around their wrist. Um, are they what are they suitable for identify? Are they too small to be to meet no, the hundred GP value? They are, are quite suitable indeed. In addition, there seems to be a very large pearl in this bed setting. Um, 
rolled is... against the back with some, you know, nestled between some pillows and blankets. Uh, and when I say a large pearl, I mean, you know, like child head size. Is the, uh, is this, uh, clam alive? It sort of looks alive. Um, it's not sitting in water, but you can still see the back of where the, the clam attaches to itself does appear to have living flesh on it. Uh, the, there are blankets and stuff covering the bottom, so that you can't see if there's any fleshy bits there. Kind of afraid to put my hand inside so I don't get chomped on. Uh, I mean, it's, it's big enough for a person to sit in or to lay down in. I'll touch the outside of the shell. It's cool and wet. Damn, push it up. Is the legend lore gonna get me anything with this clam? Or my folklore knowledge? I think I'll leave the enormous pearl. Is it like tucked in amongst the pillows? Or is it just inside of the. The giant clam is the bed on which. Yeah. Blankets and pillows so she just sleeps on the weird clammy flesh. You said there were blankets and pillows. Yeah, too, so there, there's right? blankets. Yeah, so she'll probably sleep on top of the blanket with maybe another blanket on top of her. Mm-hmm. her in the and the uh, pearl is just like in there amongst the blankets. It seems to be rolled up the back amongst the pillows. Interesting. I think I will leave that. Uh, how many? Uh, potions are there? There are six potions. How many can I swim with at a time? Is there any sort of pow- uh, bag or pouch in this room that I can fill the po- put the potions into? You've got some clothes that you could wrap up in a quick makeshift sack. I think I'd rather do a bunch of trips just to be safe. Bury the potions back. Very respectful of her home and her territory. Uh, More that I don't want to risk breaking the potions. But I'm doing my best to be respectful. I'll leave her bed be. Leave her giant clam alone. The clam be okay on its own? Does it need to eat? (laughs) Does my animal handling give me... uh, any knowledge of uh, sea creatures such as this? Definitely not. You're a, a desert hill folk. And this is a, definitely an unusual beast. Yeah. Oh. I will ferry the potions. Take the string of pearls. to the main chamber. Um, you can gather them taking individual trips. It's not that far of a swim. You've got good con. And, yeah. I've gathered them all together. Octatrice is tied up. Mm-hmm. pretty chill. Barely at the edge of life. Yeah, so I, I spend half the day here to rest and recover from my force march. 
Um, maybe I'll even just spend a whole day here. And Later maybe... in the day, one of the yeah. villagers will come by to see what's up. Yeah. Apparently, the guy you me. spoke to earlier in the morning mentioned mm-hmm. that he found you and saw you head off in this direction. And yeah, one of the people from this village that you met before has come out to. What's going on? Yeah. And by then, I think I will have stashed whatever loot I took, and they will find me like respectfully tidying the shrine. So it seems like the front chamber is already meant to be a shrine, right? Mm-hmm. And the back area is their living area? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I will be dutifully doing my best to... Uh, well, since you're taking all day shrine. in here and you're yeah. resting all day in here, could you make me a wisdom willpower check? pass. So as you're tidying up around here in that same area where you found these two, the scarab and the sea glass slash um, driftwood bracelet Mm -hmm. there are some, there's like extra shelf space there that is empty. As you're tidying up you'll notice that there are some like rings around the base as if there were a series of Monocle things sitting here that would uh, have moisture on the outside of them. It looks actually like there was a group of potions that sat here that have been swiped mm-hmm. or have been taken recently or given away recently or something. Okay. Um, does she have any bulges on her person that might indicate potions in a pouch or something? Or do, I, or do I think that whoever stoned her may have taken this? The latter seems more likely. Yeah. Although they didn't take these two things, so uh, I don't know what you want to make of that. There seems to be some very specific intent, perhaps. Okay. Interesting. Where is the... What was her name? Saris. Where is her, her petrified body? Is like in the entrance or in the middle of the shrine. Yeah, that seems like yeah. a suitable place for it. Anyway, the the person who arrives will yeah yeah you know, inquire as to what you're doing here. Greetings, I am uh, doing my best to pay respects. I did not uh, know Saris, but I assume she would want this shrine to live on. Thrash, 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 thrash. <laughs> Says the cockatrice. Um, the, the person is clearly sad that what's going on, but looks at you as if, uh, are you here to save her? Alas, I'm not sure there's much I can do for her. I'm not sure there's anything that can be done, but if I am able. If I find anything out, I will return. For now, she will... Uh, Saris will watch over this place in perpetuity. And I put a hand onto the statue's shoulder. The woman will, you know, be a polite nod and bow. Tell you that Feel. the the woman who left from here, the cloaked figure, they just assuming she was a woman by... 
um, geared to head east. Those bulges, the bulges were actually uh, uh, stolen potions, mm-hmm. not her feminine figure. Not the broad hips. Yeah. She headed east? West. Sorry, west. West. Yeah, west. And nod slowly. Um, don't mind me. Feel free to pay your respects. No gesture to the pool or like I said there was a bowl, a collection bowl at the front. There is. Yeah. The person will go over to the water, anoint themselves on the head and mm-hmm. the shoulders and the heart. Yeah. Uh, and then once they've done their best. Mm-hmm. I think that I might as well spend the day here recovering my mana. I do not have my infinite scroll with me because that shit's heavy. Actually, no, with rations I could move. I don't know why I'm carrying around a two-pound jar of honey, but it's in my bag, that's, apparently. Yeah, it's a lot of honey. <laughs> Seems a little needless, perhaps. It, it is. Maybe I've eaten a little bit by now. but mm-hmm. So I can't study, but I can... Yeah. Um, so as it's written, studying, it seems like it requires all of your books. Is that strictly necessary, or...? Like, it, it seems like a wizard with a traveling spellbook ought to be able to study from their traveling spellbook to gain the benefits of study. Yeah, I think for short term, that is fine. You know, you're you're looking at, you're studying the spells that you are going to be casting. Yeah. Um, it might be uh, too complicated, but it could be something like it limits your spells. Um, the spells that you can cast. Yeah, you're available. Your yeah. available spells, you prepared spells to those which you are immediately available. I think it's too complicated to do that in the short term, but if you were going on a multi-month journey, I would probably say you can only cast the spells that you have in your spell book that you are traveling yeah. with. And mm-hmm. I think if we're just bopping around a little bit here, it's probably yeah. fine, but on, on longer trips, well, that might we'll, we'll slide into that ruling. Okay. Okay. Um, I will stay here and rest for the day and travel on the morrow. Um, I can do. Rest of the day will pass uneventfully. There are no monsters other than those that already lurk here. Where would you like to travel? So I'll gain 11 MP. Still have a bit to gain, but I think I'm fine to travel. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go east a couple of days and see what I can see. Right. So I'll leave this cave and travel along the coast. One, um, I think I travel faster over land, don't I? Or over cost uh, six, I can move 24, right? So I can move yes. four grasslands. Four grasslands. So, so there's one, two, Um, three, 
and let's go down one to four. Actually, it was, yeah. Does the, do you mind if I poke through this square instead just to see where the edge of the forest is? Yeah, okay. So I think I followed a route more. I followed the coast to here and then I followed like the edge of the forest. Hmm. So it was like this kind of a route. Right. I stay out of the forest just to improve my movement speed. Follow along. Yeah. Um, and yeah, do I see anything on this day? Roll encounter checks. Uh, yes, the first thing that you come across actually quite a bit before you reach this point is going to be a, uh, a stoned deer. I'm dra- oh, I've got the cockatrice, which I am dragging behind me. Dragging um, it behind you, just like on the ground. Well, it was conscious. Like, I think I would undo its legs and keep it hooded and drag it on a leash. What is its movement rate? 6. Okay. So it would slow me down, wouldn't it? Or I yeah. could force I, I could force march it. Uh, I mean, I think it's I... one of those things, like, it's hard to make an animal walk at the speed that you want and the direction you want. Even, like, a dog is going to, like, try and pull off trail. You know, Can so I make an animal handling it. check? And if I fail, I will probably beat it unconscious and take its unconscious body with me. I think that's just the better solution. I don't think you're going to be able to animal handling check a cockatrice into walking. I'm going to train walk. this thing, damn it. Um, but maybe uh, my animal handling tells me that uh, the carrot is not going to work and it needs to stick. Yes. So I will give it a smack with my stick and then hoist it over my shoulder. Does it weigh like less than 20 pounds? If it can fly, it probably does. Size of a turkey. Oh, wow. That's actually quite a bit larger than I thought. Yeah. Turkeys aren't but... A large goose or a turkey? So how much does a goose weigh? Well, like all plucked and feathered, a 20-pound turkey is a big fucking turkey. Uh, so a Canadian but. goose weighs between five and a half and fourteen pounds. Okay. So we'll just take the average of that. It's got a well. It's got a lizardy tail and bat wings. I feel like it might be a little heavier. But even if it's twenty pounds, I should be well under encumbrance, and I can just like hoist it over my shoulder. Yeah, we'll call it like a, a fourteen-pound chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I find a stone deer and I, I investigate like look around see if like there's like hundreds of little cockatrice scrapes or uh near any this, sign of a struggle this deer it looks like it was maybe in motion when it mm -hmm. um, was turned to stone because like awkwardly at its side now like laying on its side but its legs are sprawled as if it were are there wounds like a peck mark where it would have been dealt the blow that turned it to stone yes very perceptive yeah. of you. It probably no would have been. There probably would have been similar on the uh, on the sea witch's body, but I didn't really think to notice. The, on this creature, there is a, a peck mark near its ankle. Okay. It's weird that they turn them to stone, and what do they eat? 
the sea witch, you did spend all day with her, or half yeah. a day with her, or whatever, uh, had no such markings on her anywhere. Okay. Maybe we are dealing with him. Have I heard of Medusa before? I don't think so. Did, should I, I roll folklore? Or you, do, yeah, give me a they, folklore do, check to see if you know. Or do they not exist? I do pass. Or are we look. Yes. Is this the first Gorgon? Um, there have been rumors of strange monsters ha that are feminine in human form, but crossed with that of a snake that can turn people to stone. They're considered true monsters to separate from things like uh, ogres, which are humanoid, but like monstrous. This is one of those uh -huh. true, honest to God, monstrous creatures that uh, okay. exist in legend that were created by uh, Rossi, goddess of death, or um, perhaps by Velthara, goddess of vengeance. The exact origin of this one is not known, but... Uh, created by one of the female gods in an attempt to punish the wicked, cause harm, bring danger to the world, one of those sorts of goddesses. And it's not just the deer that you see. You will actually see, uh, over the course of the day, a dozen or a half dozen, somewhere in there, uh, mm -hmm. smaller things that have been turned to stone. Like, you'll kick a field mouse that's been turned to stone at one point, and there will be a, a turkey. No turkeys in Greece. Uh, you know, some sort of other fowl. Mm hmm. Turned to stone. A. Kingfisher or a golden oriole? Like that. So, what, what about a kingfisher? The... Turned to stone. You'll find other oh, okay. petrified creatures. All right. They're not chewed on, right? So they're not eating their stoned creatures? Correct. It seems that they are just destroying them and leaving them. Uh, they are not natural park creatures. They have no place in the world. They have no uh, sense of ecology. They are pure destruction. All right. Um, that night, I'm going to drive my spear into the earth and tie the cockatrice to it. Mm -hmm. um, if I can find some, like, chicken food, bugs and grubs around, I will mm -hmm. do this near that. Otherwise, I will conjure some dead crickets to feed it. Or maybe yeah, they're live crickets some, that you conjure. You can find, like, a, a dying stump and crack it open, okay. and there's all sorts of grubs in it. Okay, so I will leave the creature there, or stake the creature there. Mm -hmm. um, and remove its hood and maybe let it regain consciousness staked next to the stump as I keep a careful eye on it. Dangerous it come, thing you're doing, but it can be it done. come to at one HP. Uh-huh. Um, I succeeded on that animal handling check that you uh, didn't want me to roll. <laughs> we'll see right, if I can, can train this thing. You can stake it well enough. Mm-hmm. I guess is animal handling, not animal training, but uh, actually, it I will I... peck at the spiders and grubs nearby, turning each one to stone in turn. And when there are no more to turn to stone, it'll come after you and reach the length of its leash. It, it doesn't eat them. 
It does not eat them. It's and I tried to leave like a little pool of water or something. Simply turns them to stone. Monster. Pure destructive chaos. I think I throw stones at it until it's unconscious again. Elt the stony creature with stones and it falls down unconscious. Those aren't, I wouldn't have used bullets, I would have just used stones, but. <clears throat> and I'll put its hood back on, mm -hmm. tie its legs up, and then I go to sleep like a good 20 feet away from it. Okay. Uh, the night will pass. Um, awaken in the plains the next day. Uh, if it doesn't rain, is that still a good sleep? Yes, warm and dry. Okay. So if it rained on me, that would be other sleep. Right. But if I, if I get a dry night in the plains, I at least get a D13. Um, Where would you like to go? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a loop around the plains, see if I find any more signs of these cockatrices, but I think I may head back to Necrot okay. with my uh, loop before venturing further. Yep, okay, that's as far as I go. So there's one, two, three, four. Have I heard of this lake? Um, that is not a lake. That is it's ocean, the ocean water. It's salt water? Okay. It's salt water, yes. Uh, it's lowlands where you are right here, but when you were further south over here-ish, you were up on um, a r rather large bluff, and it, like, degrades to sea level in this area. Okay. And I will camp here on the uh, banks of the seashore. Did I see any more petrified creatures, or did they stop after the second day, or after that first day? You did not see any more petrified creatures, though as you make camp, you will see um, by the light of a setting sun uh, a pair of giants off in the hills. Alive, right? Moving? Moving, correct. Okay. I will leave them alone. All right. Yep, you can camp the night away. Uh, are you headed back to Necrot um, the next day? I'm heading back to Necrot, yeah. Okay. I'm dragging this unconscious cockatrice thrust away. I don't try to feed it anymore. <laughs> Alright. Uh, no encounters the next day. Go ahead and move your hexes. And I will force march the whole way. So it's 6, right. 16, 26. <clears throat> and I will return home. You return home late in the day and you find one of the Romulan warriors uh, outside of your house, his weapon and shield set to the side, sitting on his knees, sort of facing your door as if he's um, patiently waiting for you to step outside. Um, as I approach, I quickly look over uh, Platos's, uh shrine to make sure the fountain is intact. 
The fountain is intact. Platos okay. is there. There were people still okay. milling about this evening. Everything okay. looks in order. I approach uh, and I unload the heap of cockatrice uh, on my porch next to the guy. Turns to look at may you I, and looks down you? at the, the heap of cockatrice <laughs> and immediately scrambles backwards, recognizing mm. it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, it's unconscious. I'm amazed the thing's still alive. I, 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 I've come to ask your help. You're one of the Romulans, no? Yes. Does he have, he's got it, you said he had a spear and a shield? Yes, but he has set them beside him. Uh, Are they new? So I, uh, I burned their shields and took what spears I found. Mm -hmm. Presumably they had another stash of weapons, or did they have, did these look like they've been built in the last couple of weeks? This is uh, perhaps another stash of weapons or maybe weapons from a soldier who wasn't around when you attacked the village. Mm -hmm. Um. Are you, uh, are you here about the, uh, the Cox or is it some other matter? The, I I, like prod the unconscious chicken on the ground. Yes. Remus led our our finest warriors, myself included, to track down the the source of these creatures and slay it. Unfortunately, they were met with a rocky ending. It's a shame. I've come to ask Remus. you to to finish what he started and if possible to save Remus I nod Remus was a great warrior stubborn bastard but I don't even know if he deserved this fate have you eaten? no come inside and I will uh, walk past him into my little hut. Does there happen to be a uh, loaf of bread, a loaf of pita, or something deposited on my table this time, or not? Yes, there are some foods that have been placed in your hut as well. Okay, so I will welcome him inside, offer him some food, and sit down. Yes, you can get some um, uh, pita bread stuffed with lamb, <clears throat> olives, and a little bit of honey. I've got two pounds of honey. Don't be stingy. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I've just come from Sinus. Uh, mm-hmm. I found their petrified witch. And then I journeyed west. Found some desecrated wildlife. Was Tell me, was uh, Remus able to track them further? Mm-hmm. We had many scouts and trackers among us. What? We visited Sinus to the the source of the the beasts, and they said they followed. A, they saw a woman. We did our best to follow her tracks into the woods. Just, um, 
near Linus. There was a cave within the bluffs, on the inland side of the bluffs, and uh, inside of it there were many creatures, a, a menagerie of stone beasts left around. Garden of Death. Cave's lair of the, the one. Remus went in, heard some cries, then nothing. I was set to watch guard, see, make sure nothing came up behind us, and after all went quiet, I poked my head in the cave, saw Remus and all the others turned to stone, and I fled. I came straight here to Necrot and have sat here waiting for you since I've made it. Pure destruction. As far as I can tell, the that beast doesn't eat. Just turns creatures of nature to stone. Their minions are everywhere now. Small little evil birds. Evil birds? Oh, yeah, yeah. Cockatrice. <laughs> if we... If... They are not stopped, I... He looks at you. I fear for all people in Arcadia if they they cannot be brought down. We call, this island be bound. we call this island Arcadia? Or this yes. world Arcadia? Uh, it is one of the many islands in an island chain, all of which are Arcadian islands. Okay. Equivalent of like the Philippines or something. I may need a day or two to uh, settle some affairs here in town, but then you can. Sh will you show me the way to this lair? I shall. think this is probably as good of an ending spot as we're going to get. Yeah. Shall so we wrap up experience points? Yeah, let's wrap it up for the day here. Uh, uh, did Doctress? I did. It minimal damage on an Holy shit, the cockatrice gives way more experience now than it used to. Yeah, what does it give? I mean, it's got a save versus petrification or reroll your character ability, right? It does. But I think my movement... When I have it just as a regular creature, it gives 2,000. But when I say it can fly, all of a sudden it gives like 4,000. I think I still need to make some changes to my calculator. Um... Flying creatures should give quite a bit more. Double as possible. Okay, I 
think I spent 28 MP. Was it time? It was 10 per, was that what we said? Or, yeah, right? 10 per point, yeah. Yeah. So we defeated a cockatrice. We built a blood shrine um, for creating endless holy healing potions. Um, and we investigated the truth of who Atropos really is, where she gets her powers, and found that there is something living in the vent that grants her magic. Mm -hmm. Or something that is feeding on the magic that or, she gains, or something. There's some, something. Or living beyond the vent. Right. Sit a crack into the abyss. Who knows? Yeah. But... Also is able to create healing potions, which is usually a divine thing. And she's been an yeah. arcane person up till now, so it's oddities there. But we've uncovered some of the oddities. Um, let's we have learned of the cockatrice, started the battles, um, covered some secrets in the in Eris's cave. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think for general experience, why don't you take three thousand five hundred and divide it by two? Uh, so divided by two. Yeah. Three thousand five hundred divided by two, seventeen fifty per class. However, the there was five hit die creature. Uh, there was a five hit die creature, and your fighter is level four. Yeah, so, so that'll be plus 40 times five is 200. So the fighter, oh, so close. 15,816. 15, so I'm like 150 away from leveling the fighter, oh. I think. So close. Um, wizard. Ooh, I've got 10% bonus, so the 1750 uh -huh. times 1.1 plus 280 for the MP times 1.1 plus I, I learned a second level spell. Mm -hmm. Is that 200 or one? Is it 50 per level? It's 100 per. It's 100 per yeah. spell level learned. 200. Is there any? Did you already do XP for making the shrine? Yes. Yes. Because that seems like a, that was questing XP. I just put it okay. in there. Seems borderline magic item creation, but not quite. Yeah. We'll get there. All right. So the wizard gets to eighteen eight six one, which is I think wizard's level next at twenty thousand. Is a level yeah, five wizard twenty thousand until I think eight. Until eighty thousand, I think it doubles. Yeah. So probably next session we'll hit level five with each. Ooh, which will be a big one. Mm hmm. But you will have to fight a gorgon to do it. That's scary. Do I do the whole thing blindfolded? I don't have a gaze reflection spell. Yes. How can you? Fight a creature when you might not even be able to see it. It's a tough one. Start blasting that has arcane arcane missiles all day. Just arcane spray everywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, that'll wrap us up for the day. Ryan, you got anything to say before we go? I don't think so. Thank you for watching. We should be back uh, next week. I believe so. Uh, Tuesday, Friday. Should work. Yeah, whatever, whatever.
Okay. I think Fridays usually work a little bit better for me, but um, we'll check in, I guess. Okay. Let's see. This Friday probably won't work. Right, not next this Friday, Friday but probably next. will. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well then, uh, we will see you guys next time. Goodbye, everyone. Got plugs. Got plugs to plug. Where can they catch you next? You got a you got a show today. We show will tomorrow. have Empires of Arcadia tomorrow night. Um, a Tombs of Scoria on Thursday. Nothing on Friday. Shenanigans on Saturday. Chit chat on Sunday. Um. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Yep. So we'll see you guys around. Bye-bye.